Welcome to the hideout. Happy Saturday to you. Whatever. Hate the bit. Let's move on. What bit? The news? You hate the news, Hefe? Yes. That's what it. I got for you right here. I'm going to start off with some international news, if you don't mind. Uh, this is actually international PC, politically correct news. Uh, an Irish man's arrested for using a racial slur. Actually arrested, thrown in jail for using a racial slur. Um, he admits he made a mistake, but his biggest mistake of all was hiring defense attorney Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dude, seriously. How many Dog the Bounty Hunter jokes are you going to do in this stupid monologue? I hate it. Get a new punchline. Every week it's a Dog the Bounty Hunter. you have any comment on that? I mean, it is weird. I thought political correctness was something that only happened in America. It's weird to see, like, the rest of the world really. It is kind of odd, but uh, there's more odd news out there that needs more time. Can I talk? That was a talk show, not a bit show. This is a talk show. We're going to be talking about Lil Bow Wow. He no, went to the not. hospital. No, we're not. He went to the hospital for exhaustion and stress. Yeah, he's a little burned out. And doctors say the best... Medicine for exhaustion and stress is just a the good old fashioned rest. So I hope he checks into Bad News Kennels. Okay, people have to know what that is before they get the joke. Bad News Kennels. That was Michael Vick's name for the dog fighting. Hmm? It's not a monologue or a joke. If I have to sit here and explain, <sighs> see, I listen. It's great to be back in uh, D.C. It's great to be back on WJFK. But the fact that you come out of the gate with a hack bit sucks. The band doesn't like it when you talk down to them. I'm going to tell you that much. We'll leave you with one more little piece of news. How about you just leave me? No, no. I, I want to give you news. I want to inform you. Astronaut, <laughs> astronauts, astronauts are testing sex in space. Have you heard about this, Epe? I guess. Yeah, they're testing sex in space, and uh, it's kind of cool. It's the one place where you can have sex with and feel weightless afterwards and not really worry. Is that an AIDS joke? Hmm? The funniest part? When you flog in your message. Bring the ship up to broadcast that. Hideout. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What is up, D.C.? Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is Jay Flubs, and what? we are live, ready to have fun with you for the next three hours. 
do participate. Give us a call at 800-636-1067. Hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the screen name on there. And hideoutradio.com is our website where you can get all kinds of information and fun. I want to say hello to D. Phillip, who was turned on to the show by Big O and Dukes. Ooh, he says the boys you. are always saying nice stuff, so he's going to give it a try. Wonderful. And then he logged off after the monologue, so I guess that's <laughs> not a good sign. Uh, the monologue is a terrific, terrific uh, a news briefing. Ultimate Heretic says, dude, another top-notch monologue. Thank you. I type back, uh, don't encourage, and then I block him. So, don't block our listeners. Anyway, here we are live. Such, such qualified, well-educated listeners like Hideout, number one fan, or whatever his name was. Ultimate Heretic. Ah. All right, Dubs, here we go. I uh, want to point you to the website. That is hideoutradio.com to which you can get a link to WJFK.com mm-hmm. where all of our podcasts have been updated. I did put a, uh, a bulletin out on MySpace this week titled, Thank God I Finally Figured Out the Podcast." I should add you as a friend. That way I know when you're posting mm-hmm. bulletins. It would be nice. Mm. Uh, also, too, uh, on there you can find contact information and stuff like that. Uh, but nonetheless, the, the website is hideoutradio.com. And... Uh, 800-636-1067. We go live until 9 o'clock. Then we stick around and record what we call a post-show podcast, which is completely uncensored and picks up immediately where we left off with the show. Uh, about us, for those of you who are always new, like uh, like Philip there, uh, we uh, used to be on WJFK a few years ago. We did Saturday nights. We did late nights. We helped out with the Ron and Fez show when it was on then. Helped out with the Don and Mike show, the skins when they were on. So, uh, you know, we, we're, we're no stranger to Washington, D.C., and we're just we're just excited to be back. The way the show goes, uh, you know, it's three hours, kind of uh, anything as we go through. We like to start the show with what we call the... A monologue. No, uh, with the hideout headlines. Mm. And the hideout headlines are what we perceive to be the biggest stories of the week. We tend to go pretty quickly, unless, you know, things are really hopping and you guys feel like you really want to comment on something. So, with that being said, uh, as soon as you hear something you want to comment on, dial it up and Johnny Punani will uh, will make it happen. For Those me. numbers again, 800-636-1067. Oh, we got prizes tonight, too. Ooh. So, who know? All right, Dubs, let's get started. Hideout Headlines. <laughs> There was a lot of stuff that went down this week. Yeah, it was a big week for news and uh, it, it just a just lot of jokes, apparently. Huh? There's three quality ones up front. You aren't going to get that many chuckles in any other show on Saturday nights at 6 o'clock on WJFK. All right, dude. Uh, before we even get started, let's start off with Kevin on line one. Uh, and then we'll get into the headlines. What do you got, Kevin? Hey, uh, I got a big headline coming uh, Tuesday. The Ron Paul Blimp is coming uh, to the D.C. area. Ah, the Ron and, Paul Blimp. Yeah, and it might be, I heard, possibly Tuesday at 4 o'clock going to be at the Manassas Airport. Hey, when is Obama's Blimp, uh, Oprah, going to be in D.C.? Do you know? 
I know. Well, I know he was trying to figure out a way to battle Ron Paul. You know, just looking ahead for after the primaries. So uh, I guess that's the new thing. Blimps. Or just floating around like the, the like the big Garfield then, on uh, Macy's Day. And then you got Bill Richardson, and he just is the blimp. Uh, that's just what he's doing. That's where he goes. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it, my man. There it is. A little. We'll get into some. Uh, we got some political flavor for you in just a bit. But first, Dubs, probably the biggest story of the week came out of the Midwest, and that's Omaha, as there was a shooting at a mall. And this wasn't the first time this year. I believe there was a shooting in a mall earlier yeah, this year. Yeah, th- this one definitely caught a lot of headlines. I think even more so than the first one. The first mm-hmm. one was kind of... Well, the first one got overshadowed because, let's not forget, Anna Nicole died. Oh, yeah. And that's way more important. Then people getting shot at a mall. Uh, let's go to Bruce on line two. You're in the hideout on JFK. Bruce, go. Hey. What's hey, up, up, guys? Welcome home. Thank you. You guys have been missed. I used to. I lived and died by you on Saturday night. Well, why didn't you listen to us when we went to Orlando on the stream? Same reason no one else did. Yeah, because <laughs> the show sucked. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> no, I missed you guys. I'm, I'm glad to have you back. Your podcasts are on JFK.com? Mm-hmm. They're all there. I mean, we've been on, what, like six weeks now, I think? Yeah, and all, all of them from uh, our stint on JFK so far are up there ready to download. And even, I'll tell you this is a little secret. If you go to hideoutheretics.net, you can get all, like, every, every show. Every show we've ever done ever. in our lives. So, yep, they're all up there. You, I Now that you're back and I know where I can find you again, uh, the only reason I found you tonight is because I actually was like, hey, you know what, let me listen to 1067. Which you should be all the time. Well, it's your first preset. I will be honest. There you go. Well, hey, Bruce. Hey, thank you, my man. Be a this regular is... caller. It's good to have you back. Let other people know that you, that, you know, that you uh, used to listen to the Hideout with. Let them know we're back, dude. Appreciate it, my man. All right, there he is, Dubs Bruce. I just want to get a couple calls, yeah. and I like getting. Uh, Didn't start it up like you know, that. It's uh, it's radio lube. It mm-hmm. really kind of makes the whole thing start a little bit faster. And I'll say this: pleasurable. All right. Now let's go back into the heavy stuff of a yes. shooting at a mall from that smooth transition. All right, what happened? All right, the the, the mall shooting happened, uh, I believe, what was it, Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, yeah. Uh, no, it couldn't have been Thursday. I thought it was like Wednesday. Wednesday? Wednesday it was that? early, uh, like midweek. If it was only Thursday, then I've, I've seen way too much about it. Here's what happened. Uh, a guy walks into a mall. Uh, from what has come out about so far, I guess he worked the McDonald's at the mall and got fired, which I think, you know, if you're going to hit rock bottom at any point and start pulling a gun out, I think it's when you get fired from a McDonald's. What, what there's you get? no White Castle in Omaha? You can't go to a I Taco think, Bell? I think the, the only place you can go from there is Hardee's. Hardee's is the only place that will hire you after you get fired from McDonald's. I'm going to go to... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to go to Carl's Jr. And I hope they're not going to Carl's hold... Jr. won't even take it at that I'm not, point. I'm, I'm going to hope they don't take this whole McDonald's strike against me. All right, we have what we call a hideout download, and that's when we have our news reporters for other companies uh, report the story so we don't have to tell you. Hideout download. The first call to 911 had no voice at the other end. 911, what's your emergency? Just the chilling sound of gunshots. The operator couldn't be sure what was going on. But is this the dumbest 911 operator in the world? I mean, you hear that, you know it's at least gunshots. But you don't could, know where it's it going on at. It could be firecrackers. I mean, come on. It's Who all calls for firecrackers? That happens. 
Then he heard the voices. Dude, what do you like? Uh, Why uh, did you just start laughing? You just started laughing. The, the lady in the background. I don't know if we want to go back to that. I don't. I don't know. I don't uh, want to because I don't want you to start chuckling again. <laughs> I'm not chuckling. You got at more that. chuckles from the 911 call than I got from your bit. I'm not chuckling at, you know, people getting shot. The oh lordy lord lady in the back it got me. I, I have to admit it. One of those gunshots was a self-inflicted one that killed 19-year-old Robert Hawkins after he murdered eight other people. That bugs me. Whenever anyone will uh, go around shooting, at least, you know... Stand up for what you did and yeah, go have to trial. Some common courtesy. Well, no, not common. Well, yeah, common courtesy. If you're going to shoot people, you should at least let their family take it out on you with like either a needle or the chair. You know? Yeah, you're because they're, die, so, you're, they're so concerned about the other's families when they put a bullet in them. We're trying to kill me with logic here. I'm, I'm saying it bugs me when this happens. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought we were on the public airways and there had to be a semblance of it. I forgot we weren't O'Reilly. Let's go to Bill on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Bill. Yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, just, yeah, not much. I just wanted to comment about it. You know, it's, I mean, we have soldiers halfway around the world because of terrorist activity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting to see, like, I mean, suicide bombing, people going into a mall and shooting a bunch of people and then shooting themselves. There's not too much difference, to be honest with you. So, I mean, here we have almost a culture that seems to be cultivating uh, terrorists within our... The the difference between a terrorist and this guy right here, a terrorist does it because a lot of times, well, at least these fundamental terrorists, they they do it because they're doing it for a cause of going to heaven. This guy's doing it just because he's whacked out. Wait a second, though. The guy has a point. Let me say this really quickly, though, because I actually can see what Bill's saying. I think at the root... These guys are screwed up, whether you're a jihadist, a potential jihadist, or this bill. But what happens is that this kid in Omaha hadn't had the opportunity yet to be brainwashed by an al-Qaeda. Otherwise, this is probably the exact same kind of kid who, if he was, you know, somewhere in Fallujah, is strapping a bomb on. It's no different than a than an undifferentiated stem cell. You know, it's just waiting to figure out what it wants to turn into. And you know and what we do with those? Give them a cause or a reason, then they're going to use that 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 as a forcing drive to, to precipitate some really heinous crimes. Hey, thanks and for the phone call. That's why with those stem cells, we abort them. <laughs> That's what you do. But I'm, there I'm are not, not enough of them. I'm not going to sit here and say that you know we are raising. Terrorists, just like uh, Al Qaeda. Well, we, 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 we don't call them terrorists. Well, and they shouldn't be. They should be called. Are you telling me you go into a mall, you start shooting it up, you're not terrorizing people? You aren't trying to change the. I mean, this guy didn't have a manifesto. I, I would call the VA shooter a terrorist because he had some kind of reasoning behind it. This guy really didn't have any reasoning. He was just He's fed still up. committing terror. He's still enacting terror. But, he is therefore a terrorist. 
Are you telling me the people that blow up abortion clinics aren't terrorists? They're, they're definitely terrorists. Well, then what's the difference? Because they're doing they it for a cause. They're doing it for a cause. They aren't doing it just because they're fed up. This dude's cause was getting back at McDonald's. Maybe that's what his cause was. Don't be so naive, J-Dubs. <laughs> Do I have to explain everything to you? Apparently. The question is why. Flags were at half-staff all over Omaha. No reason including to the on gay people. Hawkins worked before Flags. apparently being oh. fired this week. People who knew him, including friend Sean Sanders, said he long suffered from depression. I'm not sure to the level of his depression. I just know he was on antidepressants for the last couple of months. and they I, guess, I guess it was just getting worse over time with the loss of his job. And I guess he had issues going on with a girlfriend at the time. Isn't that, you know, doesn't that just tell you that antidepressants... Really, I mean, they're, I would even venture to say they're placebos. They don't even work, I don't think. I think that they are, you know, they want, they work if you want them to work. You, you, they work if they, they, you know, if you just want to think in your head you're doing something to help yourself. But, but this kid, they were probably forced down his throat. He didn't want them, and they didn't work, of course. He needed a prescription for the stink wrinkle. He needed some ass, because any guy who's getting laid isn't shooting people. Well, they just mentioned something about the girlfriend, so we'll go back into it. Job, and I guess he had issues going on with the girlfriend at the time. Hawkins was placed in a mental health treatment center in 2002 after making homicidal threats against his stepmother. He spent much of his teenage years in treatment centers. And in a police report filed last year, he alleged he was molested by a roommate at a group home. All right, so this guy has a lot of sexual issues. For one, girlfriend broke up with him. Something happened with the girlfriend. Didn't like the stepmom, and he got molested. So I think it just goes down to if you are getting, you know, if you have a, a healthy sexual relationship going on, you aren't shooting up malls. Uh, Guinness on the Instant Messenger said, this is why I carry a gun, knife, and armor plating to the grocery store. It's going to get that way. It's absolutely going to get that way. I do, just because I saw that commercial of the guy getting hit in the chest with a pineapple, and I don't want that to be me. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We're talking about the shooting in Omaha, and we're in the middle of a hideout download. The state defends its treatment of him. Based on our review, we believe that this tragedy was not a failure of the system to provide appropriate quality services for a youth that needed it. And what's your basis behind that? I mean, there's plenty of proof to say it didn't work. What's your basis to say it wasn't your fault? Punani on the Instant Messenger says, Girlfriend drops him, recently fired, mom hates him. When does J-Dub start shooting? And but judging by the Not meeting that close. I had with him before the show, it could be any moment now. Any moment. You better start liking the monologue. I'm just, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. I just won't show up. Uh, let's go to Austin on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Austin. Hey, what's up? Yep. Um, I don't think you guys are right when you said that he was a terrorist. I, 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 I agree. I don't think this guy's a terrorist. I don't I think, think you're both full of it. Wasn't Bush in Omaha like two hours before he mm -hmm. shot up the mall? I heard that like he was doing it for fame, and part of his suicide note said that he wanted to do it to become famous and be someone going down in history, just like the tech shooter. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, and we're about to get that in a second. But I, you have I, to think, I think the, the main root of what, if you're calling him a terrorist has to be he, he wants to be changing something in the way people live in the way if he did it because he was cha wanted to change the way christmas shopping went even you know if if that was his goal 
I would even call him terrorist then, but he had no real motivation of trying to make bring about change by his actions. He just wanted to be famous. Since when do we label everything and everybody a terrorist? When did you have to be about supporting change? When did this thing come along? I'm I'm going with you can I, you can chat in a chat room and all of a sudden be a terrorist now that nowadays. Where I mean, I'd love for it to be according to your. You know rules that you live in in fake dubs land, but that's it's not, not the way fake it operates. dubs land. It's a, and I don't know what the uh, Webster's dictionary uh, would say a terrorist is. Well, why don't you try looking at one one day? Well, because I'm on the air. All he right. wanted to join the army, saying he wanted to leave Omaha, but was turned down by recruiters. I wouldn't say that I even had the perception that he was troubled. Um, I would say that I had the perception that you know he had some difficult, a difficult past. To say the least. In the Omaha suburb of Papillion, Nebraska, Hawkins went to Papillion La Vista High School but dropped out. The principal says he did not appear to be bullied but was uninvolved in school and added he met with Hawkins many times but just couldn't inspire him. While he was at Papillion La Vista High School, he had a number of infractions um, that were minor. Robert never ever showed any hostility toward our staff or to our students. Hawkins no longer lived with his family, moving into this home with a friend and the friend's mother. He was a depressed person. Um, he had been very depressed, but it looked like he was getting better. He'd gotten a job, he got a car, got his driver's license, so things look, were looking better for him. Neighbors we talked with say they would see Hawkins going in and outside the house. They say he seemed like a nice kid, no problems whatsoever. They assumed he was part of the family. Now, they know differently. You know, it, it is tough because uh, uh, somewhere along the line, somebody failed, and, and probably all of us. Gary Tuckman, CNN, Omaha, Nebraska. Well, at least someone's thank stepping you, up. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, thank you, Gary. Uh, but at least someone's stepping up and saying, yeah, there's probably something wrong with this kid, something more, and, and we probably should have noticed it. Most of the people on there were uh, were just covering their own ass and saying, hey, I didn't notice anything. He never caused any problems to me. Now, you know what's There's amazing? no way we could have known. You know what's amazing here is the fact, and, and even Austin brought it up a second ago, now to be somebody, you got to start murdering people. Like people feel, I, I don't know what it is with this need to be. support that. The, it's like the need to be famous. It's this real weird thing about it. And with Cho and with this guy, he wanted to be somebody, so he was going to go out in this grand fashion. Well, I, I, I can understand that in the day of uh, voice tracking. It's really hard to get famous. What are you and, talking about? It's radio. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's hard to be famous. and Don't yeah. start talking yourself into it. Don't start targeting program directors in big, clear channel I compounds. never thought of that. Oh, great. Pedro on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, guys? Hey, What's bro. What's happening, my man? Hey, uh, has anybody considered the fact that maybe this kid needed a wee? <laughs> you know how hard those things are to get? I'm packing heat when I'm in Florida just looking for one. All right. Thank you, Pedro. We'll chat with you more a little bit later on. 800-636-1067. You know, I, I do think if this guy, and we mentioned it earlier, if he had a chick and was getting laid, I guarantee he wouldn't do that. I, I think there has to be something where some kind of test where we figure out who these kids possibly may be. And like on Chuck, we, we uh, pair him up with a hot CIA chick and have him get laid. And that takes care of everything. Okay, well, why don't we just have it so that there are magical cheerleaders that can go and absorb all the bullets? 
uh, to stop Why all of not? the pain. Or maybe we could take her blood and put it into people who have died so they can regenerate. You can't get your ways to solve the world from NBC on Monday nights. Dude, it's not realistic. We'll take a break. We'll come back. This ties in perfectly to the next story. Did you hear about what happened with a Penn State Facebook concerning Virginia Tech? We have another hideout download. The kid is unforgiving. And then even worse, I think, is the television station. This drove me insane. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're live. It's FA and Dubs. Hop in. It's 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The hideout. The hideout. Yeah. Why you guys feel you have to be so negative? Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in the car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. And the face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Back in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK as we roll live on a Saturday night in D.C. The hideout is home. Join us, 800-636-1067 on the AOL Instant Messenger. It's Hideout Radio. Hideoutradio.com is the website. And WJFK.com, of course. That's where you can get the podcast and such. Absolutely. Uh... After us at 9, you got the Big O and Dukes Rewind. Uh, mm-hmm. we got the Rewinds tomorrow with the Junks and Don and Mike and BDK at 5. Uh, also, two J-Dubs, the Terps take on Boston College tomorrow night. Coverage at 6.30, tip-off at 7.30. But the big thing, uh, of course, this week for the Junkies, your last chance to win the Hannah Montana tickets. Qualifying listeners Monday, Tuesday, and early Wednesday. Drawing the winner Wednesday morning at 8. How old is she? I don't know, so I want to reserve comment. I don't uh, want to make because, the proclamation. Because you, you, you mentioned before the show how she was very, I don't know, uh, pro- provocatively dressed and everything in a in an article you saw. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that radio people get so much crap for what they say, but parents will take their kids in droves to see this girl. I don't want because I don't know how old she is. I don't want to. Trash on her 200. I'm sure it's not her fault, but dressed very whorish, you know? And then they get radio well, I people. Didn't, I didn't see the cover that I saw with Hannah Montana really quickly. We're not going to stick on this long. No. But the Juggies are giving away tickets. I know Don and Mike also had tickets, too, that they gave away. <laughs> I think it was just the chick who plays Hannah Montana. And she wasn't liking her Hannah Montana outfit or whatever costume. And she looked like she was getting arrested for something. <laughs> I mean, she, it, it was she very... She was just strung out kind of yeah, looking. Yeah. Well, yeah, a, a I'll party say girl. Used. Yeah. It, well, you know, like it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, again, I don't know how old she is, but that's the way she looked on this, the cover of this magazine. I was like, damn, what is this? Let's get back into the headlines, Dubs. <laughs> But nonetheless, J-Dubs, here we go. We just talked about the shooting in Ohio. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Omaha. Of course, we all know what happened with Virginia Tech and the, I believe it was 32 uh, people that were killed at Vitek when Cho uh, was another one of these kids. I don't know how old he was. I think he was older than 19, 
but when he went through and uh, essentially committed a massacre earlier this year. Well, there's controversy. And thank goodness that a Roanoke television station by the name of uh, W. I think it's WSLW is there to protect us and also to throw us right in the middle of this. Here's what I want to point out when we listen okay. to this. A couple of things. First of all, you'll hear what happened. How unforgiving the guy is who did this. And then secondly, the complete hypocrisy by a television station that is pretending to be on your side. They kind of pretend like they care. Oh, but Oh, boy. But you'll hear it all okay. right here. 800-636-1067. It is the Hideout FN Dubs with a Hideout Download. Hideout Download. It started with a picture on Facebook and has now created a firestorm of outrage. Two Penn State students dressed as Virginia Tech shooting victims at a Halloween party tonight. Many in the Hokie community and beyond are upset about these pictures. Wow. All right, so on Facebook, this guy posted pictures of him dressed up, and he goes to Penn State? And this is also on the front page of Drudge. Like, okay. There's a chick who, by the way, is really hot. And, um, yeah. And, they, they and got, they're dressed up like they, what, with bullet holes? Or? Yeah, and they're wearing like Vatek stuff. So it's obviously in very poor taste. Yes. Because here's the thing, and this is the question I have, when is too soon? Well, this definitely probably is too soon. I think at least within the calendar year, it's certainly too soon. Uh, but but that is the question. Like, and, when and, is it okay to ever make a Von Tech joke? Is well, it? I, if it's a, I, I'm going to say this. If it's a funny joke, really funny, I think you can make it almost immediately. Can you make a Cho joke but not a Va Tech joke? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Cho would be a little like, bit dude, easier. Like, dude, don't show out on me. Yeah, yeah, don't pull a Cho here. Come on, calm down. Show out, dude. <laughs> I think those would be more acceptable than walking, because there's something really funny about it. It, it, it. It's shock jockery at its finest. Yeah, that it really is. All right. And the message they think it sends. Tell on your side's Lindsay Henley. Talk to the guy in they the pictures. Let me tell you, first, he describes them as, quote, crazy controversial. Here's more of what he had to say about wearing that costume. Pictures of a controversial costume are creating outrage in Blacksburg and across the country thanks to a popular website, Facebook. Ten on your side has seen... Wait. It, don't don't say thanks to Facebook. It's not Facebook's fault. No. It, it's the dumbass who did it. I, right. I hate how they try to blame MySpace, Facebook. You know, it, it, and it's Facebook... It's the idiots that are on yeah, there. Yeah, it's the idiots and pedophiles on there that make these things a bad place. And you just have to be smarter than, you know... You just have to... If you weren't on there getting, you know, getting picked up by a child molester on Facebook or MySpace, you'd be getting picked up by a child molester in a mall. It, you are... You're prone for that kind of stuff. So I, I'm not going to blame websites for these kinds of actions. In the controversial pictures, they are of two Penn State students, and they are extremely graphic. Both have Virginia Tech t-shirts on, as well as elaborate makeup, and both have bullet holes in their bodies. Now, our decision not to show you these pictures is a result of our desire to be sensitive to a community still grieving. We also want to show respect to the Virginia Tech victims, their friends, and their families. All right, thank you so much, because... You're on my side, and you don't want to offend me with the photos, so I really appreciate that. Take note. 
showing these pictures would serve no purpose. We talked to one of the students who wore the costume, and he says it was worn to a small Halloween party and was meant to be private. I understand that this was supposed to be a controversial costume, but did you think that it was funny, or did you what? No, it's not that it was funny. It's that um, our thing were notorious and infamous in State College and very popular. So we have to do things gay. that push the envelope. For we do it just for shock value. Yeah, he he does that for shock value. He tucks it back for shock value. Um, you know, he'll be servicing men in public bathrooms for shock value. It's Allegedly, nothing, it, it's nothing really fun about it. It's just shock value, right? remember Penn State's display of support for Virginia Tech after the tragedy. Penn State officials were quick to respond to the costumes, saying, we are appalled that these individuals would display this level of insensitivity, indifference, and lack of common decency and sense by dressing up in this manner. Again, it's amazing how, okay, they're going to Penn State to get comments, they're going, you know, blaming it on Facebook. It's just a couple of douches mm -hmm. who happen to use Facebook and happen to go to Penn State. So why it should be a whole thing of dragging these two institutions into it is stupid. But it's again, it's trying to make a story out of something. These two people do not represent 90,000 Penn State students. They represent themselves. After seeing the picture... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, Joe, if it came out, Joe Pyle was behind this whole thing. He's like, hey kids i need you to do this i think it would be very funny and i think it'd get the school a lot of pub so why don't you go out and do this for me it could help recruiting there's a virginia tech student created a facebook group people against this costume some of the upset members have left threatening messages to the penn state students this is a bunch of college students where it's now trendy to be upset about their friends getting killed and i don't know what wow. they teach people in virginia tech but at penn state we don't learn to threaten people with murder to teach them that murdering Jesus. is wrong he, he goes on like a chick that you would hate you know yeah. what i mean like he sounds like some chick you'd meet at a bar shut up girl pair <laughs> Just henning in your ear. Ugh. Yeah. And to defend the pictures. The big thing is, is everybody's making a big stink about Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's 30... <laughs> the last bit. I can't say it. No, you can't. <laughs> right. Save it for the PSP. Two deaths out of the 26,000 that happen in America every day. It's the problem with college students. They all live in an ivory tower of privilege, and they don't understand. All right, the big stink's in the front of his underwear. That's all I'm going to say. All right. That's all I'm going to say. And that... Wearing, when it boils down to it, it's someone wearing a costume. He can't help but react in some way to the words from that student, defending his decision as necessary for shock value, since the shootings will always be a painful memory. WSLS did not want to further that pain with the graphic pictures that may glorify the oh, act. You know, thank you. Thank you for being on my side, mm -hmm. and thank you for not showing me the photos. Appreciate it. Because you know what? That really would have, you know, that would have bummed me out. You know, especially me. I mean, I wasn't there. But you, you, you protected yeah, I mean, me from the photo, so thank you for appreciate that. Appreciate it. Uh -huh. We did want you to be able to make your own decision about something that touches so many. If you're interested in hearing more of what this student had to say, we've posted Lindsay's entire interview with him at WSLS.com. I'm about speechless after this. Uh, shocking. There is another side of the story, the Virginia Tech side. Many Virginia Tech students and members of the community are extremely upset about it, as I'm sure you can imagine. Tell on your side, Scott Lehman, with what some are saying on campus. Reaction from Tech students we talked to about the pictures was pretty much disgust. Wow, they printed out pictures 
and they took him to the Virginia Tech campus. Thank you for protecting uh, the people who were not really involved in the Virginia Tech uh, shootings. But why don't you take the actual pictures and show them to people who are actually affected? I know you're on my side, and I know you mentioned it about 20 times. And you even even proved it by driving me to your website to see more. Uh, That's how much on my side you are. But, oh, my God, (laughs) you print out the photos and you take them to campus? Are you serious? Wow. It's an actual picture? Yeah. I mean, I just, it's, it's really gross. Like, I, I mean, I don't think you can really understand if you're from a different school, like, what it was really like to be here for that. Just, this is awful. That's the this worst. That's terrible. Why don't they just take pictures uh, that say Cho Nose on it? He's got a shotgun up above his uh, above his shoulders like it's the old Bo Nose. Uh. Right. Cho Nose. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Line one, Travis, you're in the hideout on JFK. Travis. Oh, yeah. Seems to me like everyone's just trying to use this to profit. Like you have the, the the news stations reporting on the shooting, saying that they're on our side, and then you have Virginia Tech itself is liable. I live in Northern Virginia, so there's mm. a lot of uh, Virginia Tech talk here, and uh, I'm constantly getting today we are all Hokies, and if you don't buy Virginia Tech clothing, then you hate America. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, in, 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 in any any kind of tragedy, there's going to be people who try to capitalize on it. Right after uh, 9-11, there, there were different people selling different flags and ribbons, and I know that there were people selling T-shirts after the Virginia mm-hmm. Tech shooting. People profit off these things. And the news this. stations are the biggest, and you're going to hear even more of it from this WSLS as they point you to their website where they have big predominant um you know advertisements and i'm sure they teased it all day you'll mm-hmm. never believe what happened we're not going to show you but we're going to take it to the vatech and we're going to show you there oh wait you, they're about to talk to a chick who knew three people who died and they show her the photos but they're on our side but carol went was different three three people i know were killed among her friends were Professor Lebu Labreski, killed in Norris Hall, and Emily Hilson, the first victim, killed in West Ambler Johnston Hall. We weren't specifically looking for anyone who knew any of the victims. That somebody would have that much nerve to mock what happened to all those people. They were all really good people. We asked Wynne what she would like to say to those Penn State students. She took the high road. I mean, I think in this world got to kind of rise above, you know. At Virginia Tech. I think the strong words have to go towards this reporter and whoever, whatever producer or uh, news oh, director okay. that put this whole package together. Dude, they were salivating when they oh, got a story yeah. like this. We've got to run promos you're never going to believe. Blah, 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 blah. It's li- Will on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK with Hefe and Dubs. Hey, guys, well, how's it going? Yo, dope. Um, why don't they just take the uh, pictures to the victim's parents' house and ask them uh, how they feel about it? Yeah, we just like, you know, like your Shirley uh, Phelps Roper or whatever her name is from the Westboro Baptist Church, and you put it up on a big sign and you just pick it outside. Because that's yeah. essentially what the news station did by taking it around campus. And can they get some autopsy photos, too? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, uh, might as well go the full nine yards. Thanks for the phone call, Will. Now, and uh, we mentioned this before on how... These stations and radio stations and TV stations, they secretly love this time. Oh, yeah. And we were a part of a radio station right after 9-11 that wasn't even close to New York or D.C. or anywhere affected by 9-11 directly. 
but that station felt the need to go out and profit from the tragedy. Dude, it's endless. There are so many scumbag people in media, and yes, we are two of them. We understand that. We're, we're, we're semi-scumbags. I, I but would, we're pretty upfront about yeah. it. I would never, ever see a tragedy as a way to make money. Let me tell you where Dubs and I are coming from so you know our motive. We want you to listen, and we want you to tell ten friends to listen so we can get ratings, so we can get a full-time paycheck. But we don't want you to buy a T-shirt for a tragedy with our names on it just so we can make an extra buck. Are you sure? Not right now. Because we're hurting for cash, that so, is true. you know, whatever. Maybe maybe that's it. We're just bad business people. It is. That is. We, we, are, we do not have the mental makeup to be profitable. That is completely true. Scott Lehman, WSLS. Tell me something. Thank you, Scott. We mentioned that students had started a Facebook group against the costumes. Some of the messages they have posted are violent and hateful. The Virginia Tech students that Scott talked to say that those messages are just as wrong as the costumes themselves. We want to know what you think about all of this. Call our viewers' voice line at 540-512-1556. You can also email us at news at WSLS.com. Really, that is the better way. We'll be sharing some of your comments tonight. At 10 o'clock, or excuse me, tonight on 10 on your side at 11. You can also log on to either Lindsay or Scott's story and click on read a reaction and share your thoughts there. I left all of that in because I wanted you to know, because here's the other th- I'm going to let you in on a little secret in radio really quickly. But everyone, everyone who has a MySpace, who has a Facebook, who has a website, you love to see the number of visits go up. Mm-hmm. You'll, by the way, MySpace.com slash hideout radio. Add us as a friend. So what... What they love because you can sell advertising. So that whole long thing was just about you going to the website. By the way, I want to let you know you can get our podcasts on WJFK.com. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go there and download that. Now, I, I want people to know, just so they have it if they need it for any reason, uh, the WSLS news comment line, 540-512-1556. If you want to... And they gave it out on the air. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's for news and comments. If you want to comment... And what you think of how how they covered this story? Again, five four zero five one two one five five six. And by the way, the phone number here is eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. I also want you to go to wjfk.com mm-hmm. and make sure you uh, learn more about the junkies and winning and, tickets with Hannah Montana. And of course, Big O and Dukes will come on right after us with the Big O and Dukes rewind. So wjfk.com. I just I love the hypocrisy of we're on your side because you know what? And really, I mean this, they're not. Uh, none of them really care about you. Dubs and I, it's marginal. Yeah, I mean, not, uh, <laughs> not we, but we're honest. Yeah, we will never say, hey, we're on your side because we aren't. No, we're, we're on, on our side. And I'll, I'll but, tell you this. We're not even on, I'm not on Dubs' side. No, no. I'm he, on my side. Mm-hmm. I send out tapes alone. Me too. And I get responses, and he doesn't, because I'm obviously going with the, uh, with the talent. What responses have you got? Let's I've get into this. I've gotten a couple this week, but don't you worry about that. Hmm. I won't break up the team completely. I'll bring along my cat. All Your right. cat's not part of the team. Oh, well, he will be, because he brings more to the table. By the way, whenever you happen to maybe call WSLS, make sure you mention the hideout on yeah, WJFK in the recording so that they understand. You know, hold on. Where's my phone? Where's my cell phone? Did well, I bring me, it in here? I got mine. You want to call it? I'm going to call him. I, I don't want to call him on the air because I don't. Well, I, I forget what the. I mean, I'll call him. I don't want to have to. Throw the speaker on if you want to. 
Well, no, because I don't know if we can put their voice on the air. Well, it's not their voice. It's a recording. We aren't talking to an actual person. Yeah, but it's some dude. Uh, you know how the whole rules are about that. No, I don't. That's why we well, can't get a full-time gig. <laughs> exactly. I don't know the rules. Because you know what? My cat's not going to get us in trouble. 540-512-1556. Your phone sucks. Yeah. You might the the get one's uh, not working yeah, for you? One, five, <laughs> yeah, my one six. button's all worn out. Can we get... Um, uh, all right. It says I'm calling Virginia. Have you called the station before, Dubs? No, but it, it, it pops up whatever state you're calling into. Really? Yeah, yours doesn't. Isn't that advanced? No, please. I still have a phone that I had last time we were in D.C. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't advanced. All right, I'm going to call the station. Tell them what I think. Because they want me to. They mm-hmm. want to know. They're on your side. All right, I got Tone. someone on there. Oh, it actually went through? Mm-hmm. And continue calling after this as well. And they say they want to know about, like, the way you cover it. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's what this is for. Yeah, they want to know how you feel about everything. All-encompassing. They want me to pronounce my name slowly. Okay. Spell my name. Ooh. I don't do that. They want to know where we're calling from. They look forward to hearing. The mailbox is full. Oh, come on. I guess I could have faked get... it, but the mailbox is full. How do you get the whole recording and then the mailbox being full? Wouldn't it tell you that right up front? Well, I want to congratulate the heretics because obviously you've already flooded their <laughs> their voicemails. Good job, listeners. You know, do you love it when radio stations just take, I'm I'm take sure, credit for something that's completely not theirs? I'm sure it's been full the whole time. But instead, that's right. El Jefe and J-Dubs, we shut down the WSLS comment line. The hideout nation. You know what? The hideout, we're on your side. We'll take a break and come back. It's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The hideout. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomist. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The hideout. In the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs live. 800-636-1067. Give us a call or hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio the screen name on there. And the website's hideoutradio.com. Yeah, the uh, the Instant Messenger is blowing up right now, too. So hello Wonderful. everybody on there. Hideoutradio.com, I know you mentioned. I also want to let you know, uh, Big O and Duke's Rewinds up next. you got the Rewinds with Don and Mike and the Junkies tomorrow. At 5 BDK uh, from the Junction, we'll recap the weekend box office and give away seats for the exclusive WJFK bus to the world premiere of I Am Legend in New York. Movie looks great. Yeah, I had a dream like a, a scenario, like a very similar scenario like that uh, earlier this week. Uh, the Terps take on Boston College in the ACC showdown tomorrow night on JFK coverage at 6:30, tip off at 7:30, and of course those Hannah Montana tickets uh, the Junks will be giving away too. So uh, all those details on WJFK.com, along with our podcasts, which are completely up to date. So uh, and the if you missed the first hour, which you shouldn't have, shame on you. You'll be able to get that tomorrow. All right, J-Dubs, we are in the middle of the headlines still. Let's get back to it. Dubs, uh, amazingly... 
Mike Huckabee has an, a real big lead in Iowa right mm-hmm. now. He's running for president on the Republican side. This is going to be. I would even say I heart Huckabee. Well, here's what's going to happen, uh, and they even called it where because he's starting to gain so much momentum, mm-hmm. people are going to try to take him down a notch, and it's happened today. It's been the big news on Drudge. We are in D.C., the epicenter of politics, even though we're technically outside the Beltway right now, uh, uh, 10800 Main Street. Uh, <laughs> realistically, we're inside the Beltway. Here's what's happened. The headline everywhere is Huckabee wanted to isolate AIDS patients, once advocating uh, removing them from the general public and opposing federal funding. This all happened when the Associated Press asked him questions, 229 questions. He was running for Senate in 1992. So 15 years ago, he was given a questionnaire about, yeah, how many questions were there? 229. Jesus. You can't expect anyone to answer all those. C, that's what I put. Yeah. C, C, C. All right, this one could be an A because they don't do all Cs all the time. Uh, I will say this. It, it, well, first of all, let's go with what he said. Uh, if the federal government tr- is truly serious about doing something about the AIDS virus, we would need to take steps that would isolate the carriers of this plague. Does it seem that far off? Well, I mean... I mean I, today it does. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see how people would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just take all the AIDS patient, patients, put them into some... Camp. Uh, yeah, some kind of thin camp. Uh, but I can understand what he's saying. He, what in in the time he was saying it, it wasn't like AIDS was that of a that much of an understanded, uh, or understood. Yeah, understood. Uh, uh, concept. Yeah. Well, by the way, I guess Hannah Montana born in '92, so she's only 15. Oh wow. Yeah. So in the time this was this was a, a Hannah Montana ago, essentially. You know, that's what he said. This. Dude, do you know in 92, basketball players wouldn't play with Magic Johnson? Of course. Although I don't think he came out with it that he had it until later. Maybe it was right but, around 92. Yeah, well, and, and even well, if we he didn't did. Know, we didn't know anything about the disease. Even if he didn't come out until till later, that even means even before people wouldn't play with uh, Magic Johnson, this guy came out with this, this whole thing. And if any kind of disease or epidemic gets too far, you have to quarantine it. And quarantine is not... It, it, it can never be taken off the table. I will. Do you remember 1992? Because I do. Nine Deuce, Death Row Records, Creeping uh, While You're Sleeping. Of course. And Motown Philly was a hit. It was that, back again. That's where we were as a society. Dude, in 1992, i got to be wary, uh, careful how I phrase this, but I didn't know that women had three places. <laughs> yes. I remember when I was like, what? Really? I thought it was only two. No, there's a third, and that's where this happens. What? And I said this, by the way. Mm. Uh, that's where, And I'm like, are you kidding? So, again, now listen, if Huckabee comes out and says, I stand by those comments, then yes, you're done. I can even, I would even accept him saying, I stand by the comments I At made the then. time. Yeah. But I don't feel like we should round them up in camps. But this is what's so stupid about politics. This is why no one ever wants to run. Because if they took out little things that we all said at any time in our lives. And the, the sad thing is, it, we, he's actually succeeded in what he said in 1992 with Craigslist. 
if you go on there, I'm sure that's almost an AIDS camp at times. Dude, you're awful. That's actually a bit shock jockey mm-hmm. there. Uh, 800-636-1067. And this is the other thing, too. So let's say it's a Republican who puts this out, because it probably is. There's all, right now in the primaries, everyone's trying to sabotage each other. Do you think putting this out is going to hurt him in Iowa? Uh, there are probably no. people in Iowa who are like, yeah, we should have rounded him up. You know what I mean? So it's not like this is going to hurt him. I would even think it, his it, poll numbers might go up. Yeah, it's not going to kill the base. No, not at all. In fact, it might even enhance it, which is why I am not a Republican. Dubs, this was brought up earlier, and that is, they're calling it, let me see if I can say this correctly, Oprah-bama. 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 And that is the melding of the two most powerful black people or people in the free world. Well, I mean, they're, they're putting themselves into this whole... At least uh, since Kid and Play. <laughs> they're kind of putting themselves into this whole category, so I don't, I don't think it's unfair for us to, because they're trying to round up the black vote by being two powerful black people um, running together almost. Uh, oh, she's or not helping. running. Well, helping. He might be in a full dead-on sprint, and she's behind, <laughs> uh, like it's Biggest Loser. Uh, all right, we have a hideout download uh, on this. Hideout download. They are calling it the Oprah Obama. Oprah's the girl. She's the woman, and Obama's the man. From Iowa to South Carolina to New Hampshire, presidential candidate Barack Obama will campaign this weekend with the woman of daytime TV. It's a programming trifecta that's selling out tickets in South Carolina and lighting up the gray winter of New Hampshire and Iowa. One of the secretaries was just so excited about the fact that Oprah was coming, and she said, who would have thought Oprah coming to little old Iowa? Oprah's... Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? All right, so here's who Barack Obama's looking to court to win. And uh, sadly, he needs him. Um, Peggy Bundy. He is looking to recruit the Peggy Bundys of the nation mm-hmm. so that he can get in it, so he can make the White House black. And yeah, you know, it, it just goes back to who have we given votes to? These women Stop it. who are Go, move on. Speaks daily to almost nine million viewers, turns books into bestsellers, makes experts into household names. Can she boost Barack? Oh, how this campaign hopes so. I think that having Oprah here on Saturday will definitely... This lady who's, well, who's reporting this is completely not interested. Mm. Let's go back and listen to that little transition she did there. Definitely. Old names. Can she boost Barack? Oh, how this campaign hopes so. I think that having Oprah here on Saturday will definitely pull women out. And I think it will just show that women in Iowa are Barack Obama supporters. Operative word, women, the crux of the 08 election. Did we mention that Oprah's audience is 75% female, 44% make Did less we than 41 and 100% annoying. Right. Old names. Can she boost Barack? Oh, how this campaign hopes so. I think that having Oprah here on Saturday will definitely pull women out. And I think it will just show that women in Iowa are Barack Obama supporters. Operative word, women, the crux of the 08 election. Did we mention that Oprah's audience is 75% female, 
44% make less than $40,000. A quarter have no more than a high school education. More than half are women over 50. It is a profile of the female Clinton voter, and this is a direct pitch for that demographic. All right, I don't want to hear Linda Peterson. Uh, enough. So what, what, what are they calling this? I still don't get the name. Obama. I don't know what it is. Isn't that the new villain in the new Godzilla movie coming out? There's 75% women that watch that show. Who are the 25% of dudes? Who are the 25% of guys that are sitting uh, there had, watching that? We had them in the VA shooter uh, gotcha. story. Yeah, All right, I understand. Uh, let's go to Ryan on line one. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hello? Ryan. You're on, man. Hi, dude. Uh, I just want to comment on the thing about uh, Huckabee. In 92, people thought about AIDS as, a, you know, still a very much a, a gay disease. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. AIDS, have AIDS. And, and and when Magic made his announcement, the whole world was like, wow, maybe this disease isn't just for gays. Maybe, you know, I, I love Magic. It, it's kind of brought things home for a lot of people. So my point Well, is, then they got they thought it because uh, he got it from kissing Magic. So, I mean, uh, kissing Isaiah Thomas so many times, yeah, you know? They, there was a thing, though. Remember where a lot of people thought that, oh, man, Magic might be gay. It was like, I, I remember, yeah. at least in, you know, in your friend circles, they were wondering if Magic was what they called a punk. Uh, that absolutely happened. But my, my point is... I think Huckabee's sentiment in '92 wasn't so much anti-AIDS as it might have been an anti-gay thing. Like, let's, you know, in code, he's saying let's take all the gays who are sick and, and have them up. So the question is, in 2008, someone's going to ask Huckabee, you know, do you still feel that same way about the gays? It, it, it wasn't an attack on gays; it was t- attack on the robe and chicken broth. Uh, uh, You're an ass. <laughs> uh, he made a Philadelphia joke. Thank you, Ryan, for the phone call. You're such a Dude, seriously. Uh, by the way, speaking of Huckybee, uh, Huckybee. Yeah, that's his new is name. Is that your new pet name for mm-hmm. him? Because uh, he's so darn cute. <laughs> he got the Chuck Norris endorsement. You've heard about this, right? No. So now, but I'm sold. But in order to become president, you have to get endorsements of famous people. Oh yeah, Barack without a doubt. Oprah. You've got uh, Huckabee, who has Chuck Norris, and uh, actually. To push the whole uh, uh, Huckabee uh, campaign, him and Chuck Norris are getting together for a movie, Sidekicks 2, where, where Huckabee is just a young boy with asthma trying to make it through gym class, and he can't climb that rope. It's a hideout, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. I, I can't have a conversation with you. Why? What, I'm supposed to sit here and comment on that? Yes. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> Speaking of daytime television and having to have it, mm-hmm. Jenna Bush went on the Ellen show this week. Yes. I will be perfectly honest. I heard that she went on. And I guess she called the president, but I don't really know much beyond that. You, All right. You're the she one went that on there the to push her book. Uh, what was her book? My Life as Anna or My Life? Uh, Anna, Anna Story, Story, A Journey Through Hope. Okay. Um, and uh, Which I don't get. But she went on there, and the question was, hey, uh, from Ellen, hey, could you just call your dad up anytime? I mean, he is the president. Do you have trouble even getting a hold of your father? Okay, so let me say this. This is a set-up bit, then. Of course. No, I don't think it was set up by... Because if it was set up, W... Would have handled it a lot better. I've rarely have heard someone with less to say. 
if you want to get into the audio. Well, of course, there's no teleprompter, nothing in his ear with Cheney hiding somewhere, or Grove hiding somewhere, telling him what to say. Oh, you got the hideout download? Hideout download. Really big one. Okay. I don't have an answering machine. This is Lindsay. Oh, hi, Lindsay. Hi. I'm on the Ellen show. <laughs> Are my parents there? These hens of drive in from Jersey will laugh at anything. <laughs> to go on the Ellen show? Yeah. Or to watch it? Where's my mom? She's going to kill me. Um, let me, um... Uh, hey, Lindsay, how you doing? Hi. Um, what, I think she might be on um, your dad's line. I hope so. Okay. Okay, um, but I'll transfer you. to do they know that Ellen's gay? Do they take phone calls from gay people? I don't know if they know this at the White House, or I'm at least at not. this White House. It, 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 usually, that's why he's uh, tapped phone lines to find out these things, to get a whole block list from the White House. Uh, you're a woman wearing a pantsuit? No. Uh, <laughs> you're either gay or Hillary. Okay. Yeah, I want to or... talk to her. Let me talk to the dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to kill me. I'm going to be in so much trouble. Why? They're going to be Oh, one thing I want you to uh, just kind of focus in on here is how bad of a hostess uh, Ellen is during this whole thing. She's great. I love she her. Doesn't I'm li- sold. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to T-vote every day. She is so one-track minded. She wants to talk to the president. It's all she wants to do. And she doesn't even listen to the conversation going on. Because Jenna tries to get the president on the phone. And she's like, I don't want to talk to your mom. I want to talk to your dad. I want to talk to your dad over and over again. So keep that in mind. Well, why wouldn't they want to say hi to everybody and say They may have wanted Christmas. some warning. <laughs> We're not, like, barging in in their pajamas or something. Mom? It's a phone call. That's true. Yeah. I hope so. God. It's like a phone call straight to live television, you know? Just a hello. Hello. Hey, Jenna. Hi, Mom. Hey, I'm not watching you because you're just typing right now. Yes, but what are you doing then? Well, I'm just sitting here with Daddy. Oh, hey. It's Ellen. I wanted to say hi to Daddy. Yeah, Daddy wants to say hi. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. Let me say this. Before we start clapping, um, they're just sitting around the house I mean, in their is, PJs. Is the president really just sitting around the house with, uh, with I'm sure who he calls Mama? <laughs> and um, there's not, let's see, a housing market that's been destroyed. There's not a war. There's not a war of terror. There's not Osama to look for. I'm not going to fault him for that. You're just you going to be sitting around the house on a Wednesday morning. Dude, get to work. I know you're listening in the White House right now because uh, I know it's appointment what, listening. What, what, what time is the show on the air? 11? Yeah. So he's sitting around the house at 11. Well, I know they're taping it. I don't know if they tape it earlier in the afternoon, like the day before. No, I, th- I think it's on that day. At like The president should never be sitting around the house. And if you're sitting around the house, then there's, there should be an intern between your legs. But you're not <laughs> sitting around the house with your old lady. Because you're not in... Are they in Crawford or in the White House? White House. Jesus. Dad? Mom? Dad? There he is. Okay. Bye, Mom. No, wait. Oh, hi, darling. Wait, I where, love you. Where are you going? I, I'm not going anywhere. Hi, Dad. I love you. Hello, hello, President Bush. How are you? This is the Ellen DeGeneres show. Well, that's great. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're talking to the president. Get the applause prompter off. Okay. Turn that little flasher it's off. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, and you're listening to Jenna Bush on Ellen. Do the hens who are fans of Ellen, who is a gay woman, do they understand that they're clapping for a man 
that is doing everything in his power to not have people like Ellen on television or in life. That's why you got to kind of respect Rosie, because she wouldn't have handled it like this. No, she just started yelling at him. Mm. Everyone's a fraud. I'm sick of it. They're all frauds. Except for this W, who is the <laughs> biggest dunce in the world. How's my little girl doing? Oh, she's great. She's scared she was going to get in trouble because I just said, is it easy to just pick up the phone and call, call your dad anytime? She said, yes. And I said, okay, well, then let's call him. And she goes, oh, and now she's scared she's not going to get any Christmas presents. Put her in Gitmo. That was not a joke. Why do all these hens laugh at everything I Alan says? Listen, we could analyze this for the next three days. <laughs> let's get through it. I <laughs> Yes, baby. Are you mad? No, not at all. Okay, I'm glad good. To talk to you. See? <laughs> I'm glad to talk to Ellen. All right, look, they were showing a picture I am of mad you holding because a, you interrupted me daughter. chasing my tail. <laughs> I'm a little mad because I was watching Teletubbies. I was busy trying to make the spoon move in my mind. I was burning toast on purpose. You ruined my concentration. I could see him just sitting there staring at his spoon. Remember when you were a kid? Move, spoon, move. And then someone from the Secret Service has to come in with a with a magnet and say, hey, you did it, yeah. Yeah, they walk in on him, and he's at his desk, and there's just a spoon in front of him, and his head's down, and he's slobbering everywhere. <laughs> Man, he look, he tries hard. He's really trying to move the spoon. Oh. When they were just born, that's beautiful. The that's best fun. day of your life. Remember, Dad? <laughs> Well, we just wanted to say Merry Christmas, and we thought you'd want to say Merry Christmas to our audience. I do want to say Merry Christmas to your audience, and I want to tell my little girl I love her. I love All you right. too, Dad. Like three times. Okay, uh, you know how he has to hammer home his few little yeah, points. It's the talking points that are on Fox News, that are on uh, Carl Rove. You just keep repeating the same mantra. Shame on Ellen for not having anything of substance to talk to this guy and about. shame on it not being Barbara, who's the hotter of the two twins anyway. Shame on the audience for laughing at nothing and applauding just willy-nilly. Shame on you for bringing it to the hideout. And shame on the president for having nothing to add to the conversation at all. Nothing. Just for laying around the house. It's the middle of the week. I'm just laying around. You think he has briefs on and you can just see the side of his, his All berries? Right. All right. <laughs> He's walking around and he just has those, like, you know, the socks pulled up, the dark socks pulled up. You know what I mean? And when they... the cowboy hat on. Oh, it's always on. It's always and also too with the little the t you know it's the tie the string tie but it, yeah it's a string tie it's not like a real tie it's a string tie that a you Texas know. tie yeah and you pull it up well here's what he's got on he's got his his tidy whities and then a nice big Texas belt buckle <laughs> and his Velcro shoes because you know he doesn't know how to tie them mm -hmm. <sighs> he runs the free world. That is the man in charge of all of us and everything going on and making the the hard decisions about Iran, Iraq, and such. I give up. I, I know I wanted to try to be mainstream, but I can't do it anymore because I hear mainstream and those are the people clapping for Ellen who don't even know what they're clapping for. I, I, they got caught up in the moment. I'd be there I'd be like, and hollering. I'd be like, hey, let me talk to him. I got some stuff to say. <laughs> War. Don't sit around. Deregulation of radio stations. Get on that one. I need a job. I got. I, you know what? Let's give the White House a call.
Just like it's the WSLW or WSLS. Do you think they have a comment line there? Yeah. He's probably just hanging around. <laughs> what would you talk to him about? Like, you know, it, it'd be the like, Texas Rangers. Why did you trade Sammy Sosa for Harold Baines? It, yeah. And you gave away Wilson Alvarez, too? Are you serious? <laughs> His it, This whole call to him from Ellen seems like one of those friends you call, you're like, hey, I haven't talked to this guy in a while. And then you call him and you figure out why you haven't talked to him in a while. It's like, oh, wow, we really have nothing to talk about. Have you noticed how shallow, like, empty the conversation was? Oh, there's nothing there. Because it's like whenever you call your dad and you're like, how's the weather? It's great. Yeah, no, Lions, Florida. Lions are doing well. Mm-hmm. Those Mavericks, they got to get their stuff together, Dad. True, true. All right, well, I may be in town at the end of the month, so uh, I'll call you then. And for some reason, you throw I love you at the end like it matters. Oh, no, not if you're a, fa- not if you're a father and son. Yeah, you do. You say I love you, Dad. No, that's queer. <laughs> you could never do that. You There's can't nothing gay about telling your dad you love him. You can't tell another man you yeah. love him. <laughs> All right, I was channeling Huckabee there, but whatever. Let's go to Tom on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, boys. What's up, dude? I've got three takes. Uh, who is the, which one of those morons do you think would have failed a drug test between the three people that were just on the phone? I mean, that is complete idiocy. And with the, uh, with the, uh, Oprah, Obama thing, what was the percentage of carpet munchers, uh, percentage of unemployed morons in the, idiots that can't even graduate high school? Let's take her opinion, please. And I did what J-Dub said, started banging the monkey, and I, I mm-hmm. begged Michael Hughes to please, just please put you guys on when Jim Rome had those long pauses. Like, <laughs> right we and can we, fill it. And then when he starts repeating himself, time after time, cut him off, pump in yourself, and let's get up the daytime ratings. Please. Thank I'm you. Out. Appreciate the call. Epic. Rack them. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm a... My, yeah, I'm a fan of Rome, so you know I can't argue. But we'll fill in those little gaps in between when you think the the, the feeds drop dead and the board ops going nuts. Uh oh, what happened? No. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. My head hurts. Ridiculous. Uh, here's a. I um. I I almost gave myself an aneurysm just from the, like the last three segments. It's driving me nuts. I don't know what to do. I really, I got to stop getting to the point where at the end of the three hours, I want to have a mental breakdown. I did it last week. You can yeah. download the podcast. Yeah, the last segment from uh, last week, uh, half day for the most part, figured we're going to sell out and <laughs> there's nothing else we can do about it. We have to. And uh, it's over. Yeah, it's and then over. I just hear what we could become. Where our if our listeners just started clapping randomly because we got President I'd Bush like on the it. phone, if they just started clapping in their cars, I'd love it. I'd hit them all. <laughs> I'd hit them all and say you are no longer allowed to listen. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We can go one of two ways, Dubs. We can get maybe we should talk. Sports. Why don't we go both? That's why I like it. That's the way it is. You're in the hideout. We go both ways. We'll make a decision whether or not we want to continue with the headlines. we got sports. There's a lot still to get done. Your phone calls, too, at 800-636-1067. Hideoutradio.com is the website. Hideout Radio is the instant messenger. We're back after these words on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Damn it, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in the hideout. Yeah. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. Hideout. 
in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am Al Hefe. That is J-Dubs. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. Hit us up on the AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio. And go to the website, hideoutradio.com. That'll link you to wjfk.com where you can get our podcasts. Yeah, they're available for you to download as we're now on show seven. And if you go to hideoutradio.com, you can find our PSP, which we record after the show. Uncensored, a lot of the stuff we did not get to during the show, and a lot of stuff, good stuff, that we had slated for now. Did you just go pop a pimple? No, why? Is that your herpes bleeding? No, there, I do have a zit on my cheek. It is bleeding. Huh. Uh, junkies. Some people call it lesions. I call them pimples. This coming week, Anna Montana tickets qualify listeners Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday morning. Draw the winner for that. Wednesday morning at 8. Uh, Big O and Dukes Rewinds up after us. you got the rewinds tomorrow for the Junks and Don and Mike. And then finally, the Terps taking on ACC rival Boston College tomorrow night right here on WJFK. Coverage starts at 6.30. Tip-off is at 7.30. That is the perfect segue, Dubs, as we begin to talk some sports. Hideout Sports Quick Hitters. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, Dubs. Much like the headlines, but we don't spend nearly as long on it. Uh, some of the bigger sports headlines of the week. Mm-hmm. Fairly big sports week. Certainly. Uh, when you, Especially considering just, you know, the burying of Sean Taylor on Monday. Mm-hmm. And the two games that the Redskins have played since the passing of Taylor within, what was it all, within like a span of 10 days? Yeah, they had uh, the Sunday night game. 12 days, yeah. And then they had to go right ahead to go to the um, The funeral. funeral. And then Thursday they had a game that was seen by no one. Uh, Was that the one on the NFL Network? Yeah. Now, the game Sunday obviously was a... It's just a very odd in Like, everything was odd about that game. As you would almost expect with what happened... But the 10 men on the field for their first play and then mm. not knowing. And then the debacle with the with the timeouts at the end of the game and losing to the Bills the last second field goal. Which, by the way, uh, some positive news, at least, you know, out of everything that's been going on in the NFL, speaking of the Bills, in that Kevin Everett is now walking. Mm-hmm. They thought which, he was they, gonna, which it was very iffy at the beginning. They thought he was going to die. Yeah. And now the, the cat's up and around and walking. So, uh, and then, of course, you had the game on Thursday night. I did not watch that because... I watched the first half of it and just walked away with utter disgust on how... And I'm not blaming it on anybody, but the the, 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 the both quarterbacks, Jason Campbell and Rex Grossman, went out with almost, uh, I don't know, uh, the, the, the tackles they both took to the knee were basically carbon copies of each other. And uh, it looked like uh, Jason Campbell's was more serious than Rex Grossman's because he actually had to put the air cast on and get carted off the field. Uh, the game started off with three missed field goals, uh, two by the Redskins, one by uh, the, Bears. the Bears. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's I thought that the NFL could have been classier mm. and moved things around considering the situation but i guess if you come out of that one and one you got to feel somewhat and you're still in the playoff hunt 
because your Detroit Lions keep fall apart. That keep messing the bed like nobody's business. Which Roy Williams looks like he says he wants to be back by Green Bay, which is the last game of the season. Which I don't even see that happening in that in Lambeau that late in the season. It's going to be just be who can run the ball better anyway. Do you happen to have the uh, the NFL schedule up in front of you? No, I can get it real quick, though. Well, um, I, well, that, while you look well, for that, let's talk about your game tomorrow, the Detroit Lions versus right. the Dallas Cowboys, because that has ramifications for D.C., and if the Lions continue to lose and the Skins continue to win, there's still an opportunity for a wild card mm-hmm. for the Skins. Has your team completely fallen off and lost all confidence? I think In so. The Lions. I think so. I think they are um, tomorrow. If the, if they can't make a game of it and put up some decent numbers, even if they lose and they do it closely, I think they can still hold out hope for trying to make it eight and eight or nine and seven. But um, no ten wins, like Kitna said. Well, they have to win all their games from here on out to make a ten game ten win game, uh, season. Um, I, I don't, don't think see you that guys, happening. I don't think you guys will win a total of 10 games by this time next year. I don't think you're going to get four wins between now and this time in that, 2008. That is, uh, I think, grossly untrue. I think we will. I think we'll bounce back next year, I think definitely. what's gross is your herpes that's bleeding all over the microphone. Don't worry about that. Popped. Uh, Steelers and Pats. There was a bold prediction uh, by the Steelers, and I think we have that hideout download, J-Dubs. Well, I also want to bring up the Patriots uh, Monday night game as well. Okay. And how ridiculous the officiating is during that. And you can relate to this being a fan of the NBA and how it just looked WWE. I don't Baltimore wa- versus uh, New England. Baltimore should have won that game. I'm going to even say they did win that game, but... It was taken out of their hands by the referees. I don't believe anything in any sports after the 2006 NBA Finals when the Dallas Mavericks were robbed by David Stern and the championship was given to Dwayne Whistle and uh, Shaq. It was a complete hose job. It is the WWE, and it is bleeding over into the NFL. And I don't, I'm, I'm sick of sports now because I'm like... I don't watch wrestling because it's a soap opera. I don't want to sit here and watch the NFL and the NBA when it seems like it's going to be the same thing. And it, it should show them that one of the biggest games of the year, one of the biggest uh, turnouts for a game of the year, viewership and uh, otherwise, was uh, the uh, the uh, um, Patriots versus um, who, uh uh, the Green Bay Packers, and that was on the NFL Network, and that wasn't because there was any storyline other than football going on during that. So they should know that they don't need to make up all these these crazy um, uh, storylines to get people to watch. Just have some quality sports on. All right, I got the schedule up. All right, really quickly. Carolina at Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jacksonville there. New York Giants versus Philadelphia at Philadelphia. Giants. I'm going to take Philly. St. Louis at Cincy. Cincinnati. I'm going to take St. Louis. Tampa Bay at Houston. Tampa. Yeah. Uh, Houston doesn't have uh, Matt Schaub, so definitely Tampa Bay. Miami at Buffalo. It's time. Miami is not going to go 0-16 as much as we want them to. I'm going to take Buffalo. And if they, if Miami can't win this one, they're going to win any of them. They'll beat the uh, Patriots. <laughs> Oakland at Green Bay. 
Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah. Dallas at Detroit. Dallas. I'm gonna stick with my team, Detroit. Sand Dog at Tennessee. Did you say Sand Dog? Sand Dog. What is that? Sound <laughs> like you're on the radio. Now who was it? In? San Diego versus Tennessee at Tennessee. San Diego. Yeah, I mean, San Diego seems like they're doing well right now. Minnesota at San Fran. Minnesota. Yeah. Arizona at Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Cleveland at the Jets. God, who cares? Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Pitt at New England. It will be Pittsburgh. I think Blitzburg will will come out and swinging. I, and I hate the Steelers more than probably any team anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think Pittsburgh wins this weekend, and I think the Dolphins win this weekend, and we can put both of those storylines to bed. Thank God. Kansas City at Denver. Who cares? Denver, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not even going to pick that one. Indianapolis at Baltimore. Baltimore coming off a, a devastating win. They're done. Uh, Indy. Yeah, I think Indy's going to. They have nothing left to play for. And that is that is the Sunday night game. And our Monday night game will be New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans. Uh, yeah, New Orleans. Um, and we might as well cover Thursday game because we won't be on here until after that. Denver at Houston. God. I'm glad that one's on the NFL yeah, Network. Yeah, that, that one belongs to the NFL Network. All right, Dub, let's move on in these sports quick hitters. All right, could you want to go with the uh, prediction? Nah, I don't okay. care because I know they're already going to win, so I'm not interested. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. LSU and Ohio State are going to be playing in the BCS National Championship. What do you think? Um... Again, who cares? Uh, I'm going to take, just because I am a Big Ten guy, I'm going to take Ohio State. Because you're a Big Ten guy. Did you go to a Big Ten school? No, but that's where I grew up. Howard School of Broadcast Arts. But that's where I grew up, and I grew up around Big Ten football, and that's why I... I I hate that. I grew up around Big Ten football. I grew up around ACC basketball. I grew up around Big 12 baseball. So? What do you mean you grew up around it? That, that's what I watch. That's what I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of their style of play. I'm a fan of the... the What's the style? How is the style it, so different? It's well, football. Yeah, it's football, but they do more of a traditional... Boring? Yeah, I would say it's more boring. There's less of the big the, the big uh, plays, the big throws, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm with you on this, and this may as well be one of these uh, NFL games from last weekend that no one cared about. Mm -hmm. The BCS is obviously awful. There's no reason to rehash this, and there's no real reason to even talk about it. I really feel at some point we have to step up as people who watch sports and tell... Uh, the NCAA to get their stuff together because uh, the this re- is horrific. The way I'm going to stop it was just not watch it. I I usually like to watch. That's not enough though. Because here's the thing: it'll be it'll accidentally be on in bars and stuff somewhere. Mm-hmm. What you need to do, and which will never happen, because people have blind faith to their college, this blind allegiance. There need to be half-empty bowls. There needs that people need people, to not yeah. go to the games and show them. Listen, what do I really care if Michigan's playing in the and uh, in, in Orlando, you know what I mean? I mean, what does it really matter to me? This is stupid. Give me a shot at winning a national championship through a, a playoff. And there's no reason, if it's not the championship game, for it to be on neutral turf. 
neutral turf is ridiculous. It should be at you know it should be at Michigan if it's the if Michigan's the top seed and or whatever. It, it, well, it, it shouldn't even be an issue. Play it in a parking lot. That would make it infinitely more interesting if you go like out it's NFL Street. Yes, in a video game. Like if you go out to a Home Depot or something, you line up between the parking spaces. That is infinitely more interesting than anything else that's going to be happening in the bowl series. Let's move on to Barry Bonds, J-Dubs, as we have a hideout download of him and his situation this week. Hideout download. Baseball's home run king, Barry Bonds, had to push his way through a wave of cameras and microphones to get into the federal courthouse in San Francisco. Inside, Bonds pled not guilty to four felony counts of perjury and a count of obstruction of justice. Bonds is accused of lying to a grand jury in 2003 about steroid use. If convicted, the baseball star could face up to 30 years in prison. Prosecutors, How ridiculous is that? But that's even on the table. 30 years in prison, for even if he did lie, about something as trivial as performance-enhancing drugs. It wasn't like he was trying to sell uh, cocaine to children along with his signed ball ball on eBay. It's not like he was trying to do something like that. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. We've talked about it before here on the show, how stupid the whole thing is and what a waste of resources it is. And yet, here we go. We're gonna, we could possibly put a man away for 30 years for trying to get better at a boy's sport. Son? Baseball star could face up to 30 years in prison. Prosecutors asked the judge to restrict Bonds from traveling outside the United States, but the judge denied that request, allowing him freed on a $500,000 bond. Bonds, who broke baseball's career home run record earlier this year, has been playing under a cloud of suspicion for alleged steroid use. Bonds denies he's ever knowingly used any illegal performance-enhancing drugs. Barry Bonds is innocent. Uh, he has uh, trust and faith in the justice system. Why? He's he a will black defend man. these charges, and we're confident of a good outcome. Bond stopped to sign an autograph inside the courthouse, but had nothing to say as he walked out with his wife. The circus-type atmosphere now customary in high-profile cases was in full swing outside the courthouse. The next hearing in this case has been set for February 7th. Barry Bonds does not have to attend that hearing. According to Bonds' attorneys, they don't expect that this case will go to trial, if it goes to trial, until late fall of next year at the earliest. Ted Roland, CNN, San Francisco. All right, going back to the Lions for a second. Mm-hmm. Our boy Pedro is going to be in for me next weekend as yes. I'm on a cruise, as you guys host the show. says, the Detroit Lions developed feline AIDS for the second half of the season. Someone make them a quilt so they can remember a proud 6-2. and two. <laughs> You guys are awful. Your little, your little kitty insides are just melting away. Wish that was Tycho. Yeah, it's so sad to see. Now, I heard another thing about this um, when I was listening to ABC News earlier on in the week. They mentioned how he was uh, smiling in court and he, wa- he wasn't his normal self. And he was very serious uh, in uh, court as well because uh, his, his uh, counsel must have told him to not treat it like it's a clubhouse atmosphere. 
to be very serious about the whole thing? Yeah, and not treat it like it's a clubhouse. Like, this guy doesn't know the difference between a federal court and a clubhouse. He probably went in there and acted serious because he is not an idiot. I, I, I don't know why they think just because he plays baseball and he's Barry Bonds that he doesn't know how to control himself in public. Because he realizes how ludicrous the whole thing is. I'd have just walked in there and been like, what? What are we doing? Like, is Larry Flint with an uh, F this court shirt on? I, I, I'm really shocked that they're not that he's not playing this up more like as a martyr would. Because I would. I'd take it all the way. I'd, I'd have walked That's in there. That's how you do it, big man. I'd have walked it in. I would have walked in there with a rope. Around my neck, and just said, "All right, when are we going? When are we going to commence the lynching? Because that's all this is." I would have stood outside, and I would have, because it's already a spectacle. I would have called a spade a spade. And come on, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be racist, but I would have legitimately put it out there, like, "Here I am, string me up." If that's because that's all they're looking to do, and it's to, and I would have had a needle sticking out of my ass because, well, just to say, uh-huh. whatever, this is stupid. You know, this is completely idiotic. And by the way, while baseball is concerned about steroids, they're also concerned about Terry Francona. And they have passed a new rule. Of course, he is the uh, manager of the Boston Red Sox. No longer allowed to wear his pullover jacket as part of their in-game uniform. Yes, that's what they're trying to do now is to make uh, well, they, they have done it now. You have to be in full uniform like the players to manage on uh, uh, and uh, MLB teams. So, um, yeah, you have to act like you're going to be going out there uh, as a pinch runner uh, ready to steal a base. When these guys aren't getting on the field, they're in, you know, they're, they're, they're sitting there yelling out, giving signals. They are not Picking up a bat and swinging it. They're Why do they sunflower seeds, dude? They're not even giving out. You know, they're just they're they're not yelling. They're literally just sitting there. And it's like I always thought it was stupid in high school that Coach Gardner had to wear a uniform. I'm like, don't you feel dumb as a grown man having to wear that? And then you look around and you're like, all right, Bobby Valentine has to do the same thing. Tony, Tony Larusa and Lasorda, they have to wear a uniform. And it's How... even worse when you're that big fat guy like Lasorda. How ridiculous would it be if you saw Joe Gibbs on the sidelines wearing shoulder pads and a helmet? I don't know. Maybe he'd know about timeouts then. Maybe it would make more sense to him the way timeouts work. He gets confused. He thinks it's nap time. Well, Grandpa does need a nap. He absolutely does. Are you kidding me? But it it would just look ridiculous even if he wasn't wearing, all right, take the shoulder pads and the helmet out of the equation. If he was just sitting there wearing a a double knots Gibbs jersey on the sidelines, he'd still look ridiculous. You can't have these guys. There should be some integrity that goes in with managing a team or coaching a team. Let him wear a suit. Let him wear a T-shirt if he wants to. Let him dress the way he wants to, not the way the players do, because the players are dressed that way for a reason. They're dressed like that because, all right, you need to know which team's which, and they have certain you know pads and shoes and everything to help them play the game. It'd be great if I saw Avery Johnson on the sideline with a with like a headband, with headband <laughs> and maybe some uh, Reebok pumps. You know, just acting like he's going to go out there and dunk a ball at any time. Is the Hideout Sports Quick Hitters eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. But you're right; it's so stupid. It's like okay, you can't look, you can't pretend to look like a man. You got to wear your uni. Or you're not going to get your orange slices and Capri Suns. I don't. I don't know what they're thinking, but this is what baseball is concerned with. You know what I mean? They're not concerned with revenue sharing or anything like that. It's Barry Bonds who saved this. Mark McGuire, 
uh, Sammy Sosa, who saved the sport from the strike, and it's over what uni you're wearing. Well, here's the thing. Everybody talks about the integrity of the game. What integrity does the game have when... Ty Cobb. Uh, when, That's your integrity right but, there. But when a grown man... An old man, not even a grown man, an elderly man is out there wearing children's clothing. He might as well be out there dressed as Jughead. Yeah, you know what? It's it's Halloween. Yeah. He's dressed up for Halloween. The best was Jimmy Leland, I think, uh, who obvi- who has won numerous mm-hmm. championships. And they would show him sometimes back in the clubhouse in his child's uniform just smoking a cigarette. Uh, like Joey McCaffrey at South Grand Prairie High School that I grew up with. It it just it seems so silly, but it's it's this whole thing around guys and guys in America, we don't want to grow up, and that's the innocence of the sport right there. There's some purity of the game BS that goes along with this that I don't understand how this this adds to the purity of the sport and this that it's just like in the NFL they had this whole thing where people couldn't wear suits. You know, and uh, they had, because they had a, uh, it wasn't a thing of everybody has to wear the uniform. They had a thing with Reebok, and you had to wear Reebok clothing, and they made game, uh, you know, they made uh, uh, field side clothing for the coaches, which didn't include a suit. So Reebok actually had to go in and fashion their own little suit for these coaches because for some reason everything is sponsored. You can't even say you want, you don't like Gatorade. But I'm glad you added the A-rate on there. I thought you were just like, gay. And I'm like, dude, seriously, <laughs> settle down, Huckabee. What if you don't like Gatorade? And, you know, you just want to have a water on the sidelines. You have to drink it out of a Gatorade cup because Gatorade sponsors, you know, all that stuff on the sidelines. All right, it's uh, ridiculous. There's a big fight tonight, too, the World Welterweight Championship between Merriweather be, and Hatton. It's going to be a bloodbath. Hatton's dead. Do you know the Hatton, well, They're both undefeated, right? Well, uh, yeah, Hatton is the great white hope that they're pushing oh, out there. Oh, this yeah. is that guy? Yeah, Hatton's the great white hope, and he's right, going to get war. murdered. All right, is this going to make up for, um, like, if Merriweather wins the this? The only reason this is big is because white people think they have a shot. And I'm white, and I know we don't have a shot. We are athletes, whites. Let's, let's do what we like to do, and let's send the... Uh, minority athletes out there and exploit them and make the money <laughs> off of them and leave them in the gutter after the after the fight like we like to do. Let's not try to be a part of it. So you don't get excited when you see a white guy stepping into the ring thinking, all right, finally we're going to take this back? No, because the, he's a this is for the, Tommy Morrison. The, the white guy's the, always the bum. It's the guy. It's the setup fight. It's the easy uh, fights in between the uh, pay per views. But that's just like in everyday life. The white guy's always the bum. Uh, that's just at least what I've found, at least in co-hosts. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. What's uh, mean today? <laughs> I really, I don't know what it is. I'm feeling like I'm on fire, though. It's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs. Hideoutradio.com is the website. We'll come back. Dubs, I don't know if you've heard. Do you think you're getting into heaven? I would imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put much thought into it. Yeah, I, you can sit here and imagine. Uh, well, if not, there is a foolproof way that you can get into heaven, and we got someone to tell us about it next. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJF. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. The Hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. 
man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs live on a Saturday night. Join us. 800-636-1067 on the OL Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio is the screen name. And hideoutradio.com is the website. You can go there for the PSP, which is our post-show podcast where we count down all the stories that we couldn't get to during the show just because, well, there's three hours and we have about 12 hours worth of material every week. And uh, also it links you to WJFK.com where you can download the whole show in podcast form. Coming up after us, the Big O and Dukes Rewind. Then tomorrow, the Junks Rewind, along with Donna Mike's Rewind. And also, two at 5, BDK from the Junkies recapping the weekend box office, giving away the seats to the exclusive WJFK bus to the world premiere of the I Am Legend uh, movie in New York. And the Terps tomorrow night, 6.30, right here on WJFK against Boston College. Uh, Tip-off is at 7, coverage at 6.30. Dubs, it is Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about Saturday night is that that's a lot. That's usually when a lot of the, let's just say, a horn goes on. Yeah. A lot of misdeeds. What would, things you would assume are against the Lord probably go down on a Saturday. Do you think Saturday night or Friday night's a bigger night for it? I would say Saturday night's a bigger sin night. Is uh, I think you're... It's, it should be Sinner Day night. Uh, wow. That was uh, that was weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boo. Um, yeah, I think uh, Saturday night would be bigger just because Friday night a lot of people are tired and, you know, then right. Saturday night... I mean, uh, Friday they get to sleep a little bit and then Saturday they're ready and raring to go. And you're planning all day what kind of debauchery you're going to get and into. Actually, you're probably spending all day doing that. I mean, a lot a lot of times with, like, college football and college sports and everything, you're watching on Saturday getting drunk and then uh, that's your pre-drinking and then... Then you, you, shave, you shave down the pubes <laughs> and you get yourself ready for, you know, what's hopefully going to be a little action. Yeah, you you, you uh, go in, you clog the uh, shower drain. and right now, you think right now as we speak, like we're on a DC, there's some guys. Listen to us shaving themselves. Yeah. Like they're pulled. <laughs> oh, to, I hope so. To one side. And then make a real loud noise. They cut themselves. <laughs> Once you start bleeding there, you don't stop. No. If you're no. like a chick, it happens for four days. So anyway, nonetheless, J-Dubs, the reason I ask that, you know I'm not a real big religion guy. Never have been, never really believed in religion uh, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I've always been a guy that kind of questions authority. Uh, and it just questions things overall, and the whole thing didn't make sense. The problem is the fact that I am kind of afraid, what if I'm wrong? What if there is a heaven and I end up going to hell? Well, I mean, I, that's why I look at a lot of times religion is for people. Kind of insurance, like a backup plan. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't, I can't afford insurance. Exactly, but this is free insurance. You just have to kind of work for it. And it, it, you know, it, it, it's smart coverage. Yeah. Yeah. If, if there is something, if you don't just end up laying in a box and rotting, which actually about... 85% of the U.S. does believe in, you know, an afterlife and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think... In my afterlife, there are virgins, 72 of them. 
Uh-oh. And they're mostly guys. But, you know, whatever, don't judge me. <laughs> Joining us in the hideout, J-Dubs, to make sure I make it to the correct heaven, uh, and possibly even you too, this is Edgar. And Edgar has created a website called ReserveASpotInHeaven.com. Edgar, are you with us in the hideout? Yep, I'm here. What's going on, my man? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Thanks for joining us. So tell us about the website. What do you do at ReserveASpotInHeaven.com? Uh, we have two packages you could uh, you could order. One uh, starts at twelve seventy nine. The other, uh, roughly twenty five bucks. Um, we're uh, granting access to heaven for this uh, this nominal fee. Do you do background checks? I mean, do you look into things like infidelity or or is it just you know, gluttony, self sexual mutilation? I mean, do you do any of that? No, I mean, if you, you, if, you have the money, if you got the money, you can get into heaven. It yep. seems like it seems like uh, heaven's a cheap date. You know, you can get in there for basically less than a NFL football game. Do you uh, know? Does it does it guarantee? Like, is this a guarantee? Like, is there a money back guarantee or anything? There there is a one hundred percent money back guarantee. So if you don't get in for whatever reason, um, just email us and. Uh, and you'll get your money back. <laughs> no, that, that's actually good because you know what? A lot of people think, man, this is a scam. These guys are just trying to take my 13 bills, but, but when there's you, a money-back guarantee. Yeah, when you throw the guarantee out there, it really can't be a scam. Now, this is for Americans only, right? Like, Mexicans can't fake these documents, can they? We can keep them out of heaven, right? Uh, well, actually, um, initially, I, I felt, I know this is going to be kind of off, I felt kind of bad about everything and, uh, my buddy and I, Nate, we were uh, kind of thinking maybe we shouldn't do this, but this sounds really crazy, but uh, I, I met Jesus. I yeah? saw I saw him with my own eyes. I, it sounds crazy. Black dude asked, or white dude? Black dude or white dude? Really quickly. I can't. Well, you, I don't know. I, I don't know what he was, but uh, we'll, we'll slow. So anyways, I see him and I ask him. And I tell him about everything, and he, he told me. He instructed me. He says, Edgar... Nate, you must continue. And I was like, that's kind of weird. And his, his last name was Lopez. Well, of course. It's it's not Jesus. Hey, Jesus. It's Jesus Lopez. And I'm sure he lived in the barrio. Um, so, like, and I love how you, uh, you you spin your yarn there, too, man. It's it's beautiful. Now, the other, Poetry. the other great thing about it as well is you're right. Because I look at Jesus and I don't think, all right, this is a white guy. This is a guy who could be anything. Uh, could we get, like, you're not going to turn anyone away. Like, if I got some buddies that I want to buy this for, I mean, like, I could get one for OJ or Charles Manson or even, like, a Muslim guy. I mean, you're not yeah, going to. Yeah, we don't discriminate. We are they re- all over the world. Are they retroactive? Could I get one for Hitler to make sure he got into heaven? Uh, we're That's in the works. We haven't really come up with a formula for that, but it's in the works. Hmm. Because I'm really thinking, I got a buddy of mine I used to hang out with a lot. He was a cool dude. He had an odd taste in food. But Jeffrey Dahmer is a guy that, hey, what is it heaven if Dahmer's not going to be there? That doesn't yeah. seem like it's going to be any kind of fun. So, all right, so it's 13 bucks for one package, and right. it's $25 for the other package. How do people pay for this? Uh, Visa, MasterCard, whatever payment, PayPal. Doesn't nice. really matter. Yeah. How, many, how many orders do you have? Is it like a star where there are only so many stars, or is it unlimited access into heaven? Uh, it's limited. Um, we, uh, I don't, the guy that that takes care of that stuff, he's not on the phone, so uh, I'm not really sure. The guy that's taking all the orders knows all the exact numbers. So, how, how much money? You don't know how much money you've made off of this. I mean, because I know you're on Fark.com, and that's where I saw it, and that's why I wanted to have you on. 
you don't know how many people have bought yet? Uh, we do, but we're not really disclosing that. Um, Come on, you can tell us how many bought. We're giving you free plugs for the website. Tell us how many people bought. Come on. I want to know how many. I want to know if this is a, yeah. a hot item. Is this the it's new Furby hot. for Christmas? It's pretty hot. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's better than the new Furby. Um, but I'm still driving around a Honda Civic, so. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand. Uh, now it seems like for twenty five, thirteen bucks, you could let anybody into heaven. Could I give you oh, some yeah. names I want left off? Uh, go for it. Justin Lee Johnson is one of them. Hey, do you take pets too? Yeah, for sure. All right, Cody Johnson is another well, that, one. That I, that's ridiculous because that's my dog, and as everybody knows, all dogs go to heaven. Albie D is one I don't want in heaven. Why? He's a little fat. <laughs> and then William O'Reilly. Uh, some people know him as Bill. Have you gotten oh. in any trouble uh, from anyone? Has anyone given you any crap? Or they're like, hey, you're like Benny Hinn or Pat Robertson because you're moving in on their territory? No, no trouble yet. How old are you? I'm 22. Really? Yeah. Wow, you sound like you're 15. How'd you come up with this idea? I mean, other than meeting Jesus. Uh, it was just me and my buddy Nate. We got Y'all were together. high, weren't you? Be honest. How high were you? Uh, it wasn't that high. I smoked a little bit the other night, but it wasn't that high that night. We were at Starbucks and, uh... Was Jesus your dealer? Is this Jesus Lopez your dealer and that's who told you, hey, you gotta come up with this website? No, he was uh, my waiter at this Mexican restaurant <laughs> called Azteca. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Listen, this is what I like about you. You can run with a bit. And your monotone, which and, I love. Yeah, and you, you got some jokes. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, man. I think it's a great site. Uh, do we get comped free access to heaven since for we sure. had you on? Yeah, we got... you All right, cool. Um, that's for uh, El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E, and then don't worry. Just make sure that yeah. Justin Lee Johnson doesn't get on. Justin Lee Johnson. All right. I, I do want to know though. Like you can't give me any numbers at all. Like if you've made, have you made at least a hundred bucks off of this thing? Where you got four people who have bought the premium package? Oh yeah, yeah, way more than that. Um, thousand? Have you made a thousand dollars? Yeah. Wow, that's all I need to know is that he's made a thousand dollars off this idea. He's made more money with this. How long has the website been up? Uh, about a month, maybe less. Wow. You made a thousand bucks in a month? Are you reporting? At it least. To, are you reporting it to the government? No, the government doesn't. It's religion. The government doesn't have any... Uh, yeah, because it's affiliated with God, so you don't have to pay yeah, taxes. It's a church. No i got to look into that. I don't know about that, but they, that pretty cool. Yeah, dude, Edgar, don't pay your taxes, man, because what are they going to do? Are they going to come get you in heaven? They're not going to get you in heaven, so I wouldn't even worry about it. Don't pay your taxes. Hey, do you uh, do you use this as like a thing to get laid? And it's like, hey, uh, baby, uh-huh. I can get you in heaven. Are you gay or what? No, I got that on lock already. Oh, all right. Word. All right, dude. Thanks, thanks, man. There he is, Edgar from Reserve a Spot in Heaven dot com. Thank you for the fight. That didn't go how I wanted it to go. Vibrant. Well, here's the, I, here's the thing. I see this and I mm. go, okay, this could be fun. The website is funny. It's written out like it's all right. These guys might have some jokes. I'm thinking, hey, let's kind of do a Colbert thing. Let's have a little fun with it. Let's run a bit. And it's like talking to my little brother. Yeah, it was have very you, difficult. It was like pulling teeth. Have you know, like have you ever talked to your little brother before, like on the phone? I don't anymore. It's just it's infuriating. That, it's yeah. that conversation. It's yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus did it, mm-hmm. and that's why he sounded like he was 15 years old, 16 years old. They're all like this, and and it's any wonder. He's on antidepressants. It's any wonder why they're going in the malls and shooting them up. Because they can't communicate anymore. No. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding you. You go to the website, 
And you look at it and you're like, dude, this is a funny bit. This could actually be something that's kind of fun. And then, but like, that's the age now. Like, everyone now, I'm going to say under the age of like, I don't know, 20, let's say 22, 23. And it's this cat and his buddy. They can get online. They can be they funny can, on there. They can make great posts. They, you know, oh yeah, they can sit there and they can, they can, you know, under their avatar, uh, really make some people LOL. But when it comes on to communicating, and, you know, because if he had been good, this is something that could have taken off. Yeah, well, we could have gotten more than 15 minutes out of it. We were expecting 20, 25 at least. I wasn't, because I was actually going to use something else to segue into it. The fact that he's made $1,000 off of this. At least. That's as far as we got with him. Now, sure, of course, a lot of it is, like, goof stuff. Yeah, of course. But when you look at this, there was a a study by, um, it was uh, Harris Online. 82% 82% of Americans believe in God. By the way, the headline, this came over from England. Americans believe in pretty much everything. <laughs> this is our problem. We, we take no stance. 82% of Americans believed in God. 79% believed in miracles. More than 70% believed in heaven and angels. Six in ten um, believe in hell and the devil. Angels, you gotta you got to kind of believe in them because they were in the outfield. And uh, 42% believe in Darwin's theory of evolution, 39% in creationism, 70% of Americans said they were very, 21%, uh, or somewhat 49% religious, and one in three of those polls said they believe in UFOs, witches, and astrology. So that is something that's very odd about, like, just our society right now, where... We don't. It's everything. You tell me. Like we believe there are weapons of mass destruction. You know, we we will literally buy the line on anything if it's sold to us properly. Do you find uh, Do you find yourself falling into the seventy nine percent who believe in miracles? No. How do you even explain us beating the Russians in hockey? Then stop it. You and your puns are not going to save this segment. It's not a pun. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Eight hundred six three six. 1067. The other thing that's kind of interesting, too, is I guess Christian divorce rates are on the rise. Mm-hmm. And that's very well. Here's the thing with this one um, televangelists, and these guys are actually pretty big names. Uh, Paula White, she was married for 18 years, and her husband Randy, her and her, her husband got a divorce. This guy, this lady's on the TV preaching how the sanctity of marriage must be uh, protected from homosexuals getting married and uh, different lifestyles and all this kind of stuff, when she can't really even keep her marriage together. It kind of, it doesn't seem like they have any leg to stand on anymore on keeping people from getting married because they can't even get their traditional marriages down. And now they're they're kind of backing off their stances by saying, well, uh, it you shouldn't stay in a bad marriage because your actual correct marriage could be the next one down the road, the one that God wanted you to be in. They changed so the rules. Are they admitting that God makes mistakes? Because that's what it sounds like. No, they're saying that they made a mistake, and you know God is trying to bring about the change to have him going, uh, have him going to the right decision. But they are completely throwing aside what they said till death do us part. You know, and the the vows they made to God earlier. So it doesn't make sense to me why they think it's so sacred for them to be married when they can't make it work 
in their quote-unquote traditional standards. Do you think that our society would fall apart if there was no marriage? Do you think we wouldn't be able to no. handle things? That, and that's what the big thing, that, that's what, what, you know, just throws me into a tizzy, that they say this marriage and the uh, the uh, traditional marriage is the cornerstone of uh, our, our, no, of our moral values. And if this falls apart, the rest of it's going to fall apart. When I think if people, if it, it doesn't matter if two people are married or two people are living together um, and just raising the kid not married, if they're going to raise that child any different or uh, instill different values into a, into a, uh, the next generation. Your parents are divorced. My parents mm-hmm. are divorced. Do you think that we're better human beings or worse human beings because they are divorced? They were divorced from your kids. I think I am a better human being after their divorce, worse during. I was a whiny little fairy when uh, they were together because they were fighting all the time. And so I would, you know, I, I was very emotional as a kid because that's all I was surrounded by was their yelling, fighting, and all this kind of stuff. So I was very emotional, uh, very, uh, I was a drama queen trying to get attention at all times. It doesn't time. seem to me like anything's changed. It I'm seems, not a drama queen. It really does seem like you have reverted back to what you were. My earliest memory as a kid is my parents yelling at each other over who had to have me that weekend. And I remember it clearly because my mom and I were living in a ghetto in Dallas, and I remember there was this big glass of orange juice and just a roach swimming in it. And that is the earliest, and I think I was like three, and I even told my mom about that. And she she, she, she was shocked. She was like, you remember that? You actually have memories of us yelling over who didn't want you that weekend <laughs> with a roach they, swimming through your orange juice? They, people don't understand or uh, parents don't understand on what sticks with a kid. And I, I guess that they kind of lose uh, Do, handle of how they were when they were children. But very few things stick in your memory as a child. And those types of things are what sticks, and that kind of is what molds you. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Another thing that really sticks with me when I was a kid is I believe it was the summer between the 5th and the 6th grade. and No, between the 6th and the 7th grade. And I was living with my dad during the school year, but during mm. the summer I'd spend it with my mom in Houston. Well, Houston is horrid, and it is so hot. So I would never go outside. I spent my days, like anyone else would at that time, beating Dragon Warrior in Final Fantasy. Congratulations. My dad picked me up in August getting ready for the new school year. He came, drove down from Dallas to Houston to get me. And I'm, I'm excited to see my dad and you know, seen him in a few months. I walk outside, you know, ready to give him a hug. And he goes, oh, my God, you got so fat. <laughs> and I'm going into You're the crushed. Yeah, I'm going into the seventh grade. He's like, oh, my God, you got so fat. Look at that extra chin. And I'm, I'm not lying to you. That's what he said. And ever since then, even to this day, whenever I'm going to go like and visit my family, I do a crash diet because I need my father's approval. Nothing feels better than when he comes up to me and says, Looking good. You look great. You've been working out. It's fantastic. I'm proud of you. It, just the, the disappointment in your old man's face when he essentially calls you a fat F. The last time I was really big, um, when we actually, our last stint in uh, D.C., right before we moved to Orlando, uh, I, was, I was I was pretty large there for a little bit. And I went home uh, during that 
large period of my life. And uh, I, I remember the first time I went over to visit my dad that, that, uh, that vacation, Her, his wife goes, wow, you've put on some weight. And even, even you know, as an adult, that hurt. I'm like, really? Ouch. Nothing stings like that, dude. It And it sticks with you. Like, even to this day, uh, it just in everyday life, I have this complex. Like, I'm going on a cruise next weekend, so I'm not going to be here for the show. I'm, I will still be logging my hours, CK. And <laughs> what's interesting, though, is, like, I even try to go on, like, a little crash diet. Before the cruise. And the big thing that I've got to do before I go on the cruise is have my girlfriend shave my back. Because I cannot go on a cruise with new co-workers looking like a Furby. Why don't you have her pull your nails and pull your teeth as well, you you gerbil of a mo? I don't understand why... You have to have your back shaved. Who are you trying to impress other than your girlfriend who already sees your hairy back? Here's what's awful about it. I see guys who are like me, who are a little pudgy, who are balding, and who have this hair on their back. And I look at them like, what a loser. And and cause obviously I'm projecting what I feel about myself onto them. So I do not want anyone else looking at the sad little... Ron Jeremy wannabe that I am because I don't even have what he's packing. Mm-hmm. It's like not even close. Dude, I look at myself in the mirror and I just want to cry. <laughs> I'm like, That's oh, the saddest and funniest thing I've heard all night. It is. I'm like, oh my God, look at all that cellulite. And I got this hanging over here and that's just tiny. What am I going to do? Like, I look at my girlfriend who is hot, and I'm like, what do you see? How do you not throw up every single time you're about to make sweet love? She does, but she's hit it very well. I'm very proud of her. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you know that, but okay, whatever. <laughs> she confides in me in these things. I don't want to hear that. It actually disturbs me. But does that make you, like, is that kind of fruity? Is that a thing that dudes do? Like, no, no, dudes don't do that. Dude- I, I bet Chad Dukes does the same thing. He and I were buddies when we were working together, and we were both board ops way back when in the day. I bet he has some complex like that. Well, yeah, I've, I've heard him. Try- yeah, I think he's doing a whole thing of trying to lose weight right now. I don't know if it's working or not. but uh, Of course it is, because it's sponsored, so he mm-hmm. looks great. Like, well, I haven't seen the before and after pictures. but So I'm sure he has uh, those th- same kind of complexes, because that's what... It's almost your rock bottom, you know, like uh, if you're a drug addict and, you know, you've lost all your friends and everything because of your addiction, that's your rock bottom from there. But your rock bottom for being fat is when you look at your own self in the mirror and just shake your head, you know, and that's when you really know, all right, I've got to change something because this is the only way I see my duke. It's standing there right in the mirror. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's not that bad, but I mean, it's... But, I mean, you that might, you were close to 300 pounds at one point. Let's not brag on me, but yes, there was and, at one point. And I was the same way, where I was pretty happy, and I had trouble looking down and seeing it. And I just wonder if, like, 800-636-1067... It could be. I can't imagine the junkies going through any of that. You know, they probably don't care what they look like, because they're all pretty anyway, and that's not right either. That's not fair. I wonder if CK has a hairy back, because he's kind of got the, we got the same haircut. <laughs> we, got, we got the same hairstyle. But see, he's got, like, blonde hair. Yeah, it's easier to hide that way. Why wasn't I born with blonde hair other than the fact that I'm, yeah, that I'm Mexican? I mean, that's not right. 
Just big O? Does he have a hairy back? I imagine him smooth like a baby. <laughs> I couldn't. I wouldn't think that he does. You know, the only person who can relate to me that works at the station right now that mm. can go through this, maybe two people, maybe Rob, Mr. Spiewak. He could probably, uh, but he doesn't care. Why would he care? He doesn't care what he looks like. But Johnny Punani. Yeah, Johnny Punani definitely. Sitting there screening the phone calls. He's like, man, it's like this conversation's going on in my head. He doesn't care either. He wears sweatpants and Velcro shoes to work. He doesn't give a damn. He's not going anywhere to meet chicks. He meets them right there on the internet with his fake picture. And then there's a dude like Sideshows running the board who's just a rock star, all skinny, never had any of these problems. I hate you skinny people. It's you skinny people that really piss me off. You listen to this and you think, oh, you fat girl, shut up. But it's not right because some of us have feelings because our father scarred us when we were children. I'm going to take a break and go have a brownie. <laughs> it's the Hideout 106.7 WJF. Another dimension, so to say. I know. you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here? Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Half band dubs coming down the home stretch. How long has it not been recording? Uh, just now. They were cool. Um, this comes from Heather to lhafe.jdubs at gmail.com. By the way, it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout 800-636-1067. The guy selling the spots in heaven completely ripping off a medieval concept called something or other. Buy your spot in heaven, sell spots for relatives, ban in the Catholic Church. Some cohorts were excommunicated. Uh, I don't know if he's ripping off a concept. He was just a kid getting high. I think that was looking for something fun to do. Yeah. And make some easy gimmick money. Which is what we need to start doing. All right, Mike Smalley writes to us, Stop talking sports or get more informed. <laughs> Barry Bonds treated the court like he was being interviewed in the clubhouse. It would be in his best interest not to treat the court like he's in the clubhouse and getting interviewed by the media and being very dismissive. I do agree they would spend the resources on more more important issues than Barry Bonds using the clear cream. But the bottom line is he did perjure himself. Okay, I understand that. I'm not a moron. I understand what the case is about, but so what? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've even said In the said grand this schemes of things, it doesn't matter. Go back and listen to old stuff on the podcasts on WJFK.com. <laughs> I do not buy the whole idea of all of it. The, from the beginning that steroids should be illegal to the fact that he lied to a court to anything else. The whole thing is bonk and it's a waste. So I don't care. It doesn't matter whether or not he lied to the court. Or he lied to the system. Why would you tell the system the truth? I mean, seriously. What do you, what do you owe the system? Mm-hmm. It, 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 going up there and saying if I used uh, performance-enhancing drugs or whatever in sports, it doesn't seem like it's any of the business of the government. Really. If he never used steroids, then you say, and I'm going back to the email, I've never used steroids. Oh, I've never knowingly used steroids. The worst part of it all is the guy was offered immunity from any actions he did if he'd come clean and say he used steroids. 
No and so. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. He was in the clear, and all he had to do was tell the truth, but he lied. Who doesn't lie? Who cares if if a baseball player lied? It's not... It, it doesn't matter. How does it affect you? It doesn't affect you at all. We're gonna get. We're gonna put it. Give him thirty years in prison because he lied to you. Because he didn't make you feel good. Because for some reason you think that the game is tainted now, or the courts. The game has always been tainted. It's always baseball is a game of cheating. It's all. It all revolves around cheating. You mm-hmm. steal signs. You steal bases. You cork the bat. You put Vaseline on the ball to make it break more. You, There's so many things. The whole thing is about that's sports. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And the fact that the government steps involved, that's why I don't, I don't buy the whole idea of it. Stay out of it. If, is the government going to get involved for the taping of signs? Uh, of by, course not. By the Patriots? And by the way, that sideshow decides to pop on his mic during the commercial break talking about the Patriots are going to win and beat the Steelers. He's the biggest front runner of them all. What do you care? I thought you were a Skins fan. <laughs> Where are you now? I remember you walking around in that Skins jacket, singing the praises of Gibbs that Gibbs was back. Hey, money talks. How's that working out? <laughs> and what so does money? Anthony Smith. What? That <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> What, what is he's it? going down. Brady's going to throw all over his ass. I don't know why that that Smith kid. How old is he? He's like, what, is he a rookie? Two thousand six. He got drafted from yeah, Syracuse. He, yeah, he, he's not been in the league that long. He's a punk he kid. Well, it, <laughs> so are you? <laughs> Maybe so, but I'm going to win off of that game. Oh, all right, so how much money did you put on it? About three fifty. Where are you getting three fifty from? It ain't from the JFK salary. I promise you that. <laughs> I was gonna say, would you save up your entire year paycheck? I've won a lot off of the Patriots this year. I mean, twelve and zero. I'm doing pretty good. Hey, you so can't you... bet on the Redskins. No, no, that's no, a mistake. It, it, well, I mean, it, just because it, they may win, but they, it, it, you never know. You you don't know what team's showing up, and that's with most of the teams in the NFL. Except for the Patriots, and I mean, even the Colts this year, you can't really bet on them because you don't know what team's showing up there either. Well, so you just... can always bet against Detroit. Come on, we won six. Yeah, <laughs> and then you lost what six? Yeah, <laughs> well, four in a row. Whatever. Don't uh, judge. Dubs, uh, what's the line on the Cowboy game? You want to make a tattoo bet? <laughs> no, I'm not making a tattoo. You bet. made him with Don all the time when we were here before. That was when they were good. <laughs> Eleven and a half. It's okay. 11 and a half, and it's in Detroit, isn't it? Yep. So there's a three more point. You know, if it was in uh, if it was in uh, uh, Dallas, it would have been a 14 point spread. So the ca- they say the Cowboys are two touchdowns better. Basically, I'm offended. I think it's at least four. <laughs> I think it's at least four touchdowns better. You guys still don't have a secondary, so. I mean, you guys. I'm a lifelong Redskins fan. No, I don't have to run that bit. No, anymore. you don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not even really a diehard. I just grew up in Dallas. You know, I root for the you home You yelled team. at me earlier for uh, for rooting for the big time because I grew up around it. Yeah, well, that's stupid because you didn't go to a Big Ten school. I mean, who cares? You weren't drafted by the Cowboys. Sure I was. As a child, I had a Danny White jersey. Get over it. <laughs> so regardless, uh, you know, I, I had to pretend when I did the uh, post-game show for a little bit with Charles Mann when it was still on JFK that I was a lifelong Redskins fan. It didn't bother me either way. I mean, I, I don't have this malice toward the Skins like I guess most Cowboys. Actually, Cowboy fans I don't think even really care all that much no, about it, the Skins. It, 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 the, skins have, the Skins fans have a malice against the Cowboys. Are you a Skins fan, uh, Sideshow? 
Uh, sometimes. <laughs> uh, whenever it's money, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I understand. Oh, you're, I think overall, you're you've always been a sure. Skins fan. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think it's time for Gibbs to go? I think they're going to get in the playoffs now. Yeah, I th- I, I do think that we they might see a movie a wild card. Yeah, we might see a movie. They might make it to the Super Bowl. Ah, now you're going a little far. I don't know, man. I mean, that it's one of those stories. But possibly. how? You, well, who do you guys have a quarterback now? Kerry Collins? Uh, the other Collins. Ah. Uh, Todd Collins. Todd Collins. Yeah. yeah. I'd never. I've never heard of that. I've never heard that name before. I know Tom Collins. Who's Tom Collins? Isn't that a drink? <laughs> Isn't that Splinter Cell? I don't know. What, I don't know who Todd. It's Tom Clancy. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, you know, here's what's interesting too, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. I was talking about this earlier with some friends that aren't dubs, and you it's don't the, have any others. I uh, I've like grown up in the last year in this really odd way. Where I now kind of look at sports like, this seems silly. But you sit there and you watch The Biggest Loser. I know, it's riveting. <laughs> Dude, all right, listen, I understand not everyone knows what Johnny Panani looks like. But but imagine... Leave the man alone. <laughs> he's a kicking pop on if he wants to. He knows he's a biggin'. <laughs> Just imagine, like, fat people working out. It's a great concept. That's why I go to the gym. I go to the gym to watch... To watch a- yourself in the mirror? Yes! And I'm like, this is hilarious. No wonder people are laughing at me when I got hair sticking out of my Under Armour from the top. Not even around the triceps, but up around the neck. Looks like a little mullet. But you know what I'm... Your back has a mullet. <laughs> it does. It curls over. It's like a Chia Pet. But I'm, I'm looking at this, and watching fat people work out is great. But I watch sports, and I'm just like... Like, even because I'm a diehard, you want to talk diehard, I'm a diehard Dallas Mavericks fan. I don't even care about watching the game. It doesn't even matter to me anymore. I can't get into it. I don't play video games anymore. Dude, I might be growing a vagina, and we don't know it yet. (laughs) Well, we're just talking about your back, so that kind of looks like one. Stop it. Big Bluto mouth on your back. come on. It's unnecessary. Mm. 800-636-1067. Yeah, I'm going to mark 2007 as the year I became a man, officially. I think, I'm, and you, however, as we were talking about before, J Dubs here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK, you you have reverted into childhood. How? Ever since your girlfriend left you for another man, <laughs> you have become a teenager. She, this is the perfect scenario, and it it happens. Women can whip guys into shape. It mm-hmm. ju- it it just happens. And Dubs was a – I like to call him corporate Dubs. He was paying bills. He, yeah, forget all that. He was showering. <laughs> I shower. He would maybe occasionally buy a gift. Well, I, don't, I just don't have the money to pay bills or buy gifts right now. So now what Dubs does is he const- like he always wears, like, crumpled T-shirts, like, just out in shorts well, and I, never shaves. I, I have to shave. I always shave. And now he also, too, the interesting thing that Dubs does is that he just lives off of, like, cigarettes and energy drinks. Again, because I don't have any money. Because I tell him, like, dude, I got some, you know, I got some vegetables over here. He's no, like, screw that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not eating your broccoli. And then he's upstairs on the computer just fouling my keyboard. <laughs> not true. All right, let me, I want to be honest for a second. We don't mm-hmm. have to get too graphic. But is there some of you on my computer? Because you have my computer in your room. No, I don't think so. Well, here's the thing. I haven't done that 
in probably about eight days. And we're talking about, you know, being with yourself. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in about eight days because I hurt myself. <laughs> and I, you know, I use hand lotion. Why? That's your first mistake. And, well, I can't do it any other way. Uh, and when I hurt myself, when I wounded myself, the hand lotion... Did you pop a scab? No. The hand lotion hurts me even more. And I'll tell you what, it's not, from lack, it's not from lack of trying, because I, I have burned myself in pain trying. I'm like, I can't do this. And so I'm still waiting for the wound to heal before I can go back to my normal activities. All right. The only other time I've ever heard that is when it was... Uh, when it was a sixth grade and Dan told me the exact same thing. Uh, he hurt himself because he was having relations with his pillow. And a zipper got involved. I had a rogue nail. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? It, what are you doing to yourself? I don't know. Everybody does what I do. But I had a rogue nail that really damaged me. How are you doing it when your nails are getting involved? Do I have to explain no, and show dude, you that you're doing it wrong? Dude, my Nails should be not anywhere near. The nail was like hanging. Teeth. The nail was hanging. I didn't know it, and it stuck me. What do you have? A kitten claw? What do they do? They wrap around? I, I, it was like a prison shank. Yeah, you know, it, it just. I got stabbed. I don't know what's wrong with you, but it, you're obviously doing things wrong. And I don't have the time to explain it to you, and I really don't care. But it's funny now. You're doing nothing wrong. You're. Next week, you're going to be going in a diaper because you're making that complete regression. You've even forgotten how to uh, punch the clown. Well, next week, you can look forward to uh, Hefe. You're going to be on vacation. Man, I'm going to be on a cruise. You're going to be on a cruise. Not even thinking about you. It'll be me, Pedro Lima, our good, good friend. Who was just out in L.A. uh, making some stuff happen, possibly with NBC. We'll talk about all of that when he comes in, Um, along with another comedian friend. uh, Ricky Reyes. Ricky Reyes is coming in. And then, uh, you know, I hope uh, we'll be able to do it again with him and have uh, more of his friends. It's going to be Dubs and Friends next week. The Treehouse. Treehouse what? Whenever I'm not here, it's not called the Hideout. It's called the Treehouse. So there will be a whole new open and imaging. No, I don't have that time. You don't have a job. You gotta, I do, too. You got nothing but time. And it's not like you can waste it being with yourself. That's true. The hat, you, have you noticed how productive I was this week? Yeah, I got to get the poison out. I'm not going to lie to you. But it was me keeping the poison in right. that uh, was uh, allowed me to be so productive this week. So I'll usually do an hour-and-a-half excursion trying to find Are you that. kidding? No. I'll, uh, stop it. Why? Just stop it. Because now, now I know why we're just doing weekends. Because <laughs> you can't keep your hands off yourself. It, 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 I could probably do you're it all in about claws. 10 minutes. I probably could do it all in about 10 minutes, but man's got to do what he's got to do. You know what that means. No, I have no idea. Me neither. Because you got to, I mean, that's like a three-minute proposition usually. You're doing anything over 15 minutes, you're doing it wrong. Oh, you're not focused. I'm focused. Or you don't like women. And I love you women. you need a different kind of DVD. Actually, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to... Go. No, I'm, I'm going to try to book a date this week because I, I haven't thought, been on one. <laughs> I, 
I, instead of book, I thought you were going to say something else. And then it was going to say, followed by a dude. No. And I, but it started with a B. And I'm like, finally, you're no, out. I'm going to try to get together a date this week. I don't know with who yet. I thought you were going to say get together a dong. <laughs> you could do whatever you want, man. I don't care. You're going, going on this... Uh, this uh, this boat trip with Cuba Gunning Jr., you big mo. What are you talking about? That Again, really the... bomb movie where he went on a gay cruise. That would sound like a monologue joke to me. All right, well, that's it for tonight. We're going to limp out of here. But uh, thank you so much for everything. Appropriately named with my wound. <laughs> and we will be back. I will see you in two weeks. Tim Tebow. Winner of the 2007 Heisman Award, Tim Tebow. Congra- so that's who, uh, congratulations to whoever uh, drafts that flop next year. Congratulations. Your Detroit Lions select Tim Tebow from the University I'll of shoot Florida. myself in the head. All right. Thank you to everybody. Sideshow, uh, Punani, CK, all the fellers who made it happen, everyone that called. Uh, thanks to uh, the fantastic lineup at WJFK with the Junks, ONA, Rome, Don and Mike, Big O and Dukes. And the Big O and Dukes Rewind coming up next. Coming up directly following this. Hideoutradio.com. Subscribe to all the podcasts. They shall be there. And also to the Hideout PSP, which is the post-show podcast that we're going to stick around and do uh, and record. And that is available. Hideout radio.com add us on the MySpace I'll see you guys in a couple weeks be good to Dubs next week as he completely bombs and probably ruins our gig other than that it was nice talking to you DC I'll miss you we out bitch at class 5,000 Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.